0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
3: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
5: Radio. Rob, we got some tasty college football matchups to talk about, my friend. Are you ready for this? Uh, you got your football head squared away? Now, we'll, we'll mix in some World Series because I know how you roll. But. Oh, but there's all kinds of stuff to talk about. Oh. Yes. You kidding me? It's a smorgasbord of stuff to talk about, Rob Parker. Rob. How about Baker Mayfield, by the way? In Bedlam right now, Oklahoma looking to, to salt away Oklahoma State, and Baker throws a pick near oklahoma state's end zone and that's so uh, what
6: is that now with
5: uh three minutes to go yeah yeah three minutes to go oklahoma state gets the ball down a field goal how about this man it's 55 to 52 oklahoma
6: unbelievable but but hey before we get there can i wish you a very happy birthday yeah yeah mr brian no i appreciate that what are you doing tonight you got a little plans or anything going on yeah man so this is the thing First of I'm all, how old for are a, you? How for old a are night? you?
5: Now? How old <laughs> will you be? I'm turning the big four zero tonight. Four zero. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And our guy Papa Bear, who typically is the technical director on the board, he turned forty on November first. So he said, "The heck with that! I'm not coming into work, man. I'm right. celebrating all weekend long." So we got Bobo. Our guy Bobo is in with us tonight. So right. That's gonna be awesome.
6: Bobo, but, of uh, course. Gavin, Steve DeSager, yep. the crew is in uh, full effect, no doubt. Everybody. Yep. So, Papa Bear turned
5: 40 on November 1st. I turned 40 tonight, and I'm in Miami. So, tomorrow, what's going to happen, Rob Parker, I'm with my girlfriend, the lovely Christina. Very nice. And she's taking me to the Dolphins game. I've been a lifelong Dolphins fan, and I'm going to watch the Finns smack around Papa Bear's Raiders. Is this your first time there? No, I got to go see a game, I think, a couple of years ago, but that was my first trip to Miami. To see the
6: Dolphins. The best part about going to a Dolphins game is you get a section to yourself. <laughs> see, now that's a, that's just below the belt, Rob Parker. I'm, I'm that- sorry, but you, you – come on. I've, <laughs> I've covered many games there, and they don't sell out there. They don't no. sell out. I, I just cannot believe a, an organization, you know, with the history or whatever. And yeah. I guess people got other things to do, but they, I've been to openers. You know, the, I remember the Lions one year – Open the season in Miami, and we're down there, and I'm like, there's 15,000 empty seats. Wow. I know. Well, you think about
5: it, and look, this is not an excuse across the board because you got to have the attendance. But you know the Florida sun is just beating down on you. So the point I'm trying to make is now that they invested all that money in a canopy around the entire stadium, that helps out quite a bit. So you should, if the product is good on the field, which is kind of shaky right now. Don't let the people in Miami know that, that I'm here right now, Rob Parker. But if they're winning a lot of games and now that you have the shade, you have no excuse not to have great attendance at that point. Right.
6: I, I just always am amazed as much as, you know, people tell me, "Uh oh, wait a minute. Was there an interception by Oklahoma oh. on a typical? Oh, there's got, a flag.
5: Interception right now, we got laundry on the field. Yeah, there's a a little bit of contact. But I was going to say,
6: I've I've never been in the one to buy. I don't get the football on attendance going up and down. I really don't because there's only eight games. And if you want to buy into it in the football, you know, and everybody loves football. Everybody tells me all the time. Yet Uh there are empty seats all over the place. I don't get that. Hey, man, I'm with you.
5: There's no excuse for a town as huge as Miami.
6: Right. There's only 55,000 seats. It's not like there's 90,000. Do you know what I mean? You, you, yeah. There shouldn't be any empty seats. Whether the team is decent, I'm not talking about the Lions were 0-16 and, and the Lions uh, drew, you know, a big crowd. I wanted to sell out every week, but it was still a huge crowd the year they went 0-16. But anyway. Yeah. There's some places where you know this
5: college football, NFL, Rob. It's just special at certain places, and they're gonna have they're gonna draw really, really well, even if the team is down a little bit. And then there's, there's those other towns. Miami would be one of them, especially when it comes to the Dolphins. Even the Hurricanes. When the Hurricanes are down, that attendance is nowhere to be found. Right? It's a it's amazing that that ball hit off the, the receiver's uh, helmet. Off and his you know n- what happened? They called targeting. They called targeting. Did they? on the Oklahoma defensive back. Yeah, so here's the, the thing. Oklahoma State oh, that a, is an open that, receiver. That's a bad, that's a bad yep. dub.
6: Because the ball is already gone, and he delivers a that's blow. That's going to stand, Am man? I right? It's
5: gonna, yeah. I, well, it's going to stand because it's a quote-unquote defenseless receiver. Yes. And targeting is just forcible contact to the head or neck area. So the Oklahoma defensive back hits this Oklahoma State wide receiver after after the ball just bounces right off of him. It bounced off would've his head, right? It would have been an interception
6: yeah. for his teammate, but instead that's not happening.
5: Just a gigantic penalty right there, man. What do you think of the, all these targeting calls? You okay with that in college football yeah. when these guys get kicked out?
6: Yep. I just think you got to be – I'd rather be safe than sorry, and we've already seen the effects of football – And what it's done. So anything you could do to stop these kids or stop these players from doing it, and trying to keep them safe. I mean, I I really I know it. It stinks sometimes in certain plays or whatever, and a guy's trying to play football. But you just got to be conscious of it because of the ramifications and the damage done to so many people. There are a lot of players you don't hear about, and they're in uh, bad shape and. How many NFL players dropped dead at 55? You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. there, there's a lot of that. And, and and anything to make it safer, I'm good with. I really am. I just wonder when the NFL is going to catch up with college
5: football. Because we've seen some of these hits. I mean, think about Kiko Alonso hitting Joe Flacco. And Kiko Alonso wasn't kicked out of the game, you know? In right. college football, you're ejected immediately. No questions asked. That's targeting. You're gone. Hit the showers. But in the NFL, a hit like that, and I realize, Rob, the rosters are different because you have a lot more college football players available compared to the NFL rosters. But still, you're seeing way more lawsuits, way more litigation in the NFL. I'm just surprised a hit like that where you don't get an automatic ejection. There's going to be a time where that will be the case. It's just not yet, and I'm surprised it hasn't been uh, thrown into the rule book just yet. It's
6: it's going to happen because they got they have to do something. There's no there's yeah. no doubt about it. So there's so much stuff to talk about along with the upsets and Michigan State does it again. Oh man, Penn State I... does it again. They both did I... it again, right? If you look at yeah. it,
5: yeah, you look at I mean, think about this because Ohio State. We'll start there because there's a tie-in with both teams losing. Ohio State, led by J.T. Barrett last week, who was just phenomenal last week. Four touchdown passes, threw for over 300 yards. He was. Rushed for 95. He was awesome. And then the other side of him showed up today against Iowa. He throws four interceptions. They get throttled 55 to 24.
6: They were huge favorites on the road, Rob, and they just got obliterated by Iowa. When your quarterback does that, all, all bets are off. You know what I mean? When you give the other team the ball, it it just it flips the field it it changes yeah. everything, and that's why they got you know beat up today because you can't turn the football over that many times and expect to win. I don't care who you're playing it's just it, you can't do it and you're right yeah. you saw week to week from uh outstanding to uh from uh, what I used to say the uh from the penthouse to the outhouse in one week. <laughs> that's,
5: that's right they were Ohio State was favored by seventeen and a half points today and they lost by 31. Man. Isn't that crazy, man? You're talking, what, 48-and-a-half point differential between what they were favored by and what they lost by? That's insane. Was that your best bet? I wish it would have been. We could have cleaned up, man. (laughs) If we took the over in Bedlam, and then we just took Iowa on the money line, we wouldn't have even had to show up to work tonight. We could have said just Bobo and Gavin, you take it (laughs) from here, man. Would have been a real nice birthday, huh? Yeah that would have been a fantastic birthday but i didn't see that before the games kicked off if i was pushed to make a choice one way or the other i shouldn't be admitting this rob if i was pushed to make a choice between ohio state and iowa with the point spread i would have laid the points i would have taken the buckeyes and i would have been just miserable the entire game
6: i don't blame you it would have been hard it would have been a hard one to be able to uh, watch If you uh, were pulling for the Buckeyes. Yeah, and
5: you also mentioned, you said Penn State. Penn State went down. So you've got Michigan State taking down Penn State. And it's crazy. Think of it from Penn State's perspective. They had this huge lead on the road against Ohio State last week. And the good JT Barrett shows up. Ohio State has this great comeback. And the very next week, Penn State loses to Michigan State. So in the span of basically a game and a half, they went from potentially being ranked ahead of Alabama. You think about that. If they beat Ohio State on the road, they might have been ranked ahead of Alabama when the first playoff rankings came out. Yeah, that would and have instead, been a
6: huge win. Huge.
5: Yeah. Instead, they lose that game. They lose today, and it's like maybe, maybe next year, Nittany Lions. Goodbye. See you. Maybe, uh, maybe your season's next year. Because they're done. In terms of the playoffs, they are completely out of it.
6: Unbelievable where they went from, from where they were to a couple of bad weeks, and it's all done. And I agree. And, uh, Michigan State, though, Michigan State for I think where well, they ranked 24th, and they went from mm-hmm. uh, you know the, the big win against Michigan, obviously, the, the uh, uh, in-state rival. And then to win this game, too, is just uh, – because what's their record now? Michigan State. They were, they well, were.
5: Michigan State, they, yeah, because they dropped the game. They had a bad loss before this game. Right, they, they, they lost right. The
6: Northwestern on the road. Exactly. But it's been a crazy season for them because they were yeah. it was basically a down season, and then they beat Michigan. Right, that turned it yep. around a little bit. Then they have the bad loss. So you go, okay, they're back to normal. That was just a rivalry, and then they yeah. beat one of the best schools in 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 the uh, in college football. Yeah, One yeah. of the they beat better the top schools. ten team. Yep.
5: And they'll face Ohio State on the road next week. Which is just strange. It's just up and down with these top teams in the Big Ten. Steve DeSager, he's with us tonight. He's got an update for us. What's going on there, Steve?
1: Well, they've made the ruling on that targeting call at Oklahoma State, and the Cowboys keep the ball because the targeting clearly occurred before the change of possession, before they actually intercepted the tip pass. So Oklahoma State, down by three points, still has the ball. They have moved into Oklahoma territory, and on FS1, we have about a minute to go. Cowboys down three points. They've moved down inside the 40 now it's about 30 first downs per team it's well over a thousand yards of offense in this game is this
6: college football xfl i'm trying to figure out what this is
1: that is the arena league that is the big 12 there you go well
5: it was it was 38 38 at halftime nice it was 38 a piece at halftime rob i can't here let me see what the total was today i'm just curious because they probably came close to hitting the over at halftime
1: yeah, okay, the total was for over? the game yeah.
5: was 77. 77. And they had, what, 76 at halftime? Yeah, unbelievable. Right? Over wow.
1: 100 points now, and Baker Mayfield nearly 600 yards passing for Oklahoma. That's tonight. ridiculous. It is. It gets to a point where it's just, you don't even take it seriously. Well, this isn't you know? <laughs> one of the games also, this isn't where he's throwing 50 times. This is, the stats are 24 for 36, kind of a normal college game. That's a
6: normal, right? And That's...
1: almost 600 yards passing for him.
5: Yeah, I'm surprised. You know, Rob. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm surprised we don't factor in Baker Mayfield specifically playing in the Big Twelve when it comes time for the Heisman. I'm votes sure, I'm the sure there's some voters.
6: I'm sure there are some voters who do who take yeah. a look because it does matter to me where you're playing and uh,
1: how often do Colorado Rockies win the MVP? Exactly,
6: and that's another one where people know the ballpark and and the flight of the ball there. It's just a launching pad, and they kind of put that into perspective. I think that yeah. I think that that does hurt some players depending on where you're playing.
5: Yeah, it's just not as part as much a part of the conversation in the Big 12 as it is with baseball. With that example, I get you. Like, of course you say, "Oh, Coors Field." I mean, come oh, on, the home runs and all. But you don't say that as much with offensive numbers in the Big 12. I think it should be on par. With baseball numbers for Rockies, you know? Well, I think it should be there.
6: And and I don't know, Steve
1: DeSager, uh, any Rocky pitcher ever won a Cy Young pitching there? <laughs> well, my point is that you have had a ton of great hitters, guys that were good outside Coors Field, yeah. who have not gotten MVPs because, oh, well, part of your season is hitting three hundred at Coors Field.
5: Right. Arenado was in the mix. He was definitely in the mix. Um, for the he, he missed the it.
1: Oh, that was it. I'm, I'm watching. You're watching TCU. <laughs> <I'm> watching Texas <laughs> missed a field goal.
6: I thought that was. I, it's I, second quarter. Calm I, down. I'm sorry. I thought that was Oklahoma State kicking a field goal. <laughs> I just took, put my head up, so I was like, he missed it. Oh, God. Sorry <laughs> about that. Wow. So
5: we've got a, a defensive stand by the Sooners, fourth and eight. They hold tough, so Oklahoma State gives up the ball on downs. Final minute. We'll keep you going with that. It's Brian No and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up next, Rob.
6: Brian No. for your yeah. birthday, should I send you some Papa John's pizza to help out Papa John's? You know, they're struggling and things <laughs> aren't good right now. I could send you a couple pizzas. I don't know if that's um, like your – going out of your way, so I have a happy <laughs> birthday, or
5: you're taking a stand against Papa John's? Dad, Which there it? you go. Uh-oh. <laughs> there is a team, Rob, coming up next from the Geico Studios. There is a team that I am growing to hate in college football this year, and I want to see if you're on my side or not. We'll do that coming up next. I'm Brian No. He's Rob Parker. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. It's my guy, Bobo. Listen to him. Treat me well during my birthday, Rob. Throwing some
6: Pantera on for me. There you go. Isn't that great? That's great friendship right there, don't you think? Of course. To look out for you on your big day. Now, real quickly, quickly. Uh-huh. As you turn 40. Uh-huh. Do you feel 40? What age do you feel because <laughs> I got to admit to you uh-huh. like I don't feel my age like even close to it. I still feel like I'm in my 30s. I'm not even kidding you. That's how that's how I feel. But what about you? What how do how old do you really feel when you think about that you're 40?
5: I I'd, I'd say I feel in my 30s too. Okay. I would say around there. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's weird. Turning forty because I'm like that doesn't have a great ring to it. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not the guy that freaks out about my age because I always look back and say, you could have freaked out at 21 and been like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm 21 years old. Like being 40, you could look back and be like, I remember when I was 21. I'm gonna be saying, I remember when I was 40
6: when I'm 60. So right. just
5: enjoy the age that you're at.
6: You know? I agree with you. I just yeah. you just got to enjoy it. And uh, live life and enjoy it. That's good. I'm. I'm yeah. really a 40th birthday is a milestone. I had a big party for my 50th. And uh, what you, know, you do for the 50th? What'd I had do? a big party at uh, Walt Clyde Fraser's restaurant in Manhattan. Okay. And had about I don't know 150 200 friends, college friends, grade school friends, friends from the neighborhood. Uh, you know, just everybody, people I work with. That was. Uh, Skip Bayless and his beautiful wife even came by. It was a really, okay. really nice night. You know what I mean? For my 50th. And I didn't want to cheat myself. I thought that was a milestone birthday. Oh, absolutely. That's definitely a milestone birthday. What did you do for your 40th? 40th? I don't think I did anything big. I think I did what you did. <laughs> like Went out to eat and, you know. Uh, hosted uh, a radio show? Hosted a radio show. <laughs> I probably worked on my 40th birthday. Forty's different from 50. When you get to 50... Yeah. <laughs> I doubt you'll be working. You'll take it and enjoy it and reflect. I bet you, you Uh huh.
5: Okay. All I right?
6: wonder. I don't know. I'll say,
5: you know what I'll do, Rob? I'll hit you up. Yeah. When I get to 50 years old, I'll hit you up and I'll let you know what well, i Well, we'll be up doing a
6: show and I'll make you take there off. You like, that's, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years <laughs> from now, <laughs>
5: okay? <laughs> I like that, man. I like that. By the way, Oklahoma, they put the finishing touches on Oklahoma State. Isn't it crazy, man? You see this a lot. We're a game that's 55-52 to at the time. Just points, 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 points. Oklahoma comes up with a big stand, and they force a 4th and 8, force an incompletion, then they score a touchdown for good measure, and they hold off Oklahoma State. Huge win for Oklahoma. They're right there. They're right there in the thick of things for the playoff.
6: Yep, they had to have it, and when it mattered most, they made the play, and that's usually what you got to do if you want to make that uh, next step and I think they did that with this win, even though it was uh, kind of ridiculous, the stats, the numbers, and everything to the point. But at some point, you got to get a stop. That's what the NBA is, like NBA playoffs. It's about getting stops. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need a stop. That's all you need to win the game.
5: Yeah, and you sometimes see that in hoops, too, where you'll have this ridiculous shootout where it's in the high 100s, like 142 to 140, and they'll finally be a great defensive stand, like really Good defense on a possession or a couple of them. It's just strange like that, how a defense could be non existent the entire game. And then when the game's on the line, they're like, all right, let's do something finally. It works like that in both sports a lot of times.
6: Yep. And they got it done today.
5: Yep. There's a team that I'm growing to hate,
6: though. All right. What is that? I
5: want to know about this team. You know, the team I'm growing to hate in college football?
6: It would be Notre Dame. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I I love
5: my Irish. All All right. I'm sorry. Hey, man, nice offensive explosion today, almost 50 points. I don't like how the defense just giving up points left and right against Wake Forest, but still a special season for the Irish. No, the team that I am growing to hate right now, that would be the Wisconsin Badgers. Why is that? I'm beginning to hate them just because they're undefeated. There are some people that want to prop them up and have them higher in the rankings than they should be. They've played no one. And it just annoys me that they're literally in the thick of things right now, even though they're – remember when Kobe Bryant said, y'all are Charmin soft. That's Wisconsin's schedule. It is Charmin soft. And I hate that they're in the picture at all
6: right now. But the only thing – and I, I hear what you're saying, but you can only play who's on the schedule. Strike. Right. And if they do what they've been doing and running it up and beating teams, you know what I mean? So it's hard to, to be mad at them if they struggled – to win, right? Then you mm-hmm. could make a case that okay, yeah, they've won, but they really haven't put a shellacking on anybody, or you know what I mean. So I think yeah. you look at you look at the schedule. You agree, I agree, soft schedule, but they're doing work on that soft schedule.
5: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, they are. For the most but part, I must look say at, I'm looking right. Yeah, they beat Purdue seventeen to nine. I think you, me, Bobo, Gavin, and Steve DeSager could beat Purdue by more than that. We could beat them by more than eight points. You know what? We'll recruit six more players, and we'll just go both ways. You know, we'll go offense, defense, special teams, everything. I think we could take down Purdue by more than eight points. That's what Wisconsin's done this year. But I thought they had a couple of bigger wins. Their most impressive win is against Northwestern. That's the best win on their schedule. Because here, I'll run down it real quick. Rob, listen yep. to this. Yep, this Wisconsin schedule: Utah State, Florida Atlantic, BYU, Northwestern, Nebraska, Purdue, Maryland, Illinois, Indiana.
6: Really? You know what? Not only is it Charmin soft, I think there's something brown on one of those tissues. T- t- so, so bad. Man. And they
5: have to close it out. They got Iowa. Iowa had the big win today. They have Iowa, Michigan, and at Minnesota. That's their regular season schedule, man. Wow. How'd they get that? It's just just a random way it worked out where they, they didn't play all the big hitters in the Big Ten. They don't play Penn State. They don't play uh, But next uh, year, right, State. or
6: something, they're probably going to have a, a really tough schedule since yeah. they miss so, many te- miss so many good teams.
5: Yeah, it's just a weird way, man. If you look at the Big Ten West... Dude, the Big Ten West is just decrepit. Like, we talk trash about the SEC East. The SEC East is a powerhouse compared to the Big Ten West. The Big Ten West is terrible. Here are the teams of the Big Ten West, Rob. You stop me outside of Wisconsin with someone that's impressive, and I don't know if they even are. Wisconsin, Northwestern, Nebraska, Iowa, Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois.
6: Not good. That sounds like the uh, NBA uh, Eastern Conference.
5: And. It's just rough right there.
6: Rough. But
5: I'm starting to dislike them strongly just because of their horrible schedule. And I don't like that they're in the thick of stuff. I would rather that they played some tougher teams and we could actually gauge where they are. I'll tell you this, though, Rob. That is an example. If you want to have the playoff field expanded, you should point to Wisconsin's schedule right now and say, this is an example of why we need to expand it, because this team could literally not be worthy of a playoff bid. But if they run the table, if they're 13-0, and they're going to look more impressive than they actually are just because they're in a Power 5 conference.
6: Absolutely. Being from the Big Ten, if they go undefeated, it's hard to ignore them. And they travel well, I think, don't they?
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They travel great. You know yeah, it's they're...
6: about traveling, too.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's about the dollars, you know? Someone who knows about the dollars. It's the gangster of love, Steve DeSager. Oh, there he is!
1: I'm sorry. Who knows about the dollars? Not the three of us.
5: Other people on the show. Yeah, you know all about the ducats, Steve DeSager. Don't hold out on us. Hey,
6: hey, Steve, real Mm -hmm. quick. The World Series. Oh,
1: (gasps) Yeah. Quite an ending, well, unfortunate ending. Just as a baseball history fan, for what was shaping up to be, right. at minimum, one of the great World Series of the last twenty five years. Game seven years.
6: was a was a, was a and yeah. not to knock Houston and they did what they had to do, but they scored five runs in the first two innings and that was it. And the Dodgers managed one run. Yeah, so
1: to me it wasn't. I mean, as horrible as this starter was for two starts against Houston, a team he had dominated in his career, including beating him in Houston this year before the trade. Darvish was awful in the two games. Still, the Dodgers had 10 men left on base the first six innings of Game 7. Absolutely. They had so many chances. But I'll say this
6: real quick. To get
1: right back in it.
6: Steve and Brian, <laughs> uh-huh. it was Game 5 when the Dodgers spotted Clayton Kershaw four runs on the road. Mm-hmm and yep. then he blew that they gave him three more and that that's when the series was lost i'm serious your ace pitcher on the road with a chance to go up 3 to 2 going home And he doesn't get it done, and that's why they didn't win the World Series. That was was there.
1: but also in a series that was that incredibly close and seesaw. There were two extra inning games, and Houston won both of them, and that's that. I looked up the Wisconsin schedule, by the way, guys. Next year, not that it matters this year. You're right. It's soft as Charmin this year. But Uh. next year, Wisconsin will have to play at Michigan, at Penn State. But the non-conference continues to be a problem. This year, their non-conference opponents... We're Florida, Atlantic, Utah State, and an awful BYU team. Wow. Next year for Wisconsin, it's New Mexico, Western Kentucky, and BYU again. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible, man. Play somebody, please. Thank you. Number five, Oklahoma. That game on FS1 is over, and it was Bedlam. Sooners win at number 11 ranked Oklahoma State, 62-52, to 52. Baker Mayfield, 598 yards passing. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. At number 8, TCU, it's now 17 7. Hornfrogs over Texas mid second quarter. 18th ranked Central Florida leads 14 7 at SMU mid second quarter. Also, Alabama ranked number 2 in the playoff committees poll. 7 0 leaders against LSU in the first quarter of play. Number 6, Ohio State lost 4 55-24 at Iowa, and the Iowa Hawkeyes were two and three in conference until today. 15th-ranked Iowa State lost down 20 to nothing at West Virginia just before halftime. Will Greer had two touchdown passes. Final is West Virginia 20 to 16. Wins in the top 10 for Georgia and Notre Dame. Clemson won on the road. I mentioned Oklahoma did as well. Michigan State kicked a field goal on the final play to beat Penn State. And then there's ninth-ranked Wisconsin, nine and zero without playing a single ranked team. Winning at Indiana, 45-17. Wisconsin will host Iowa next Saturday afternoon. Back to you.
5: I mean, it just sounds so wrong, doesn't it, Rob? Haven't played a ranked team all year. They throttle IU. Real proud of them.
6: Not good. All right, on, I got man. you. You make a, yeah. a valid point. Hard to argue. Yeah. People in Wisconsin have something else to say, but I get it.
5: They do. They're, well, I mean, look, if if it was my team, I love Notre Dame, right, Rob? If Notre Dame hadn't played anybody, not one ranked team, I would be sitting there saying, "Look, man, I don't know how good this team is. They've played no one." I would say the same thing if it was a, if it was about my team. So sometimes people take it as if it's hatred toward a certain squad. It's not hatred toward Wisconsin. It's hatred toward their schedule. That's all.
6: I think it's legit. I, I don't think that you're being unfair to them or pointing out uh, what they're doing. I think that's all fair.
5: Yeah. It's Brian, though, and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now you brought up we well had to mention this. We gotta dip our dip big toe in the World Series, Rob. Just, yeah, I know we do, just a little bit. And you then were we'll just you forward. were glued
6: to this thing. You were glued to I it. I was man. all in and I was at game uh, one and two and six and seven at Dodger Stadium. Wow, and you made it to four World Series games. I made to four games, World man. Series games, yep. And I you know, the atmosphere and what was going on and the crowd. And Steve DeSager's right. It it was it was shaping up the first six games. Look at the TV ratings, Brian, through the roof. Uh I mean, it it did very, very well. It was compelling. Uh, It was interesting. Uh, A game for the ages in game five. We saw Baker's dozen to 12, right, Mm -hmm. in that game there in extra innings and a couple extra innings games, and they get a home run off Jansen in game two to tie in and win that game A Houston. so. It was compelling, but the last game was a downer. Just not just that the Dodgers lost, but just that it it wasn't yeah. it didn't match up to a game seven. There was very little drama. The Dodgers just couldn't muster anything. But I still say, when I look at what happened in that game, you had your two big guys not come through for you. Which was Jansen gave up, asked to get a six out save, yeah. gave yeah. up a, a game tying home run in the ninth. And then Kershaw in game five, yeah. up 4 nothing. If you look at that, the Dodgers should have won five of the first six games. Of the- <laughs> Think about that. That's crazy, man. It's
5: true. The first part of what you said is it didn't live up to being a game seven. And on top of that, it didn't even come close to living up to the rest of the series. So that was a big-time letdown. But, hey, man, Houston isn't like, hey, too bad. That's <laughs> like they're just celebrating their their World Series win. But you mentioned it, and this is the point to bring home, is game two. When the Dodgers entered ninth, the ninth inning with the lead, they were 98-0. and 0. Right. Jansen is automatic. Are you kidding? Yeah. And then the other game you referred to, when Kershaw, when he had been given at least four runs of support, they were 101. Right. There you go. And then game five happened. So it's like... You had ninety eight and zero, they lose. You had one hundred and one, and they found a way to lose that game
6: too. That's why they didn't win the World Series. Those are the two games that they should have won. I mean, they yeah. they really and normally under every other circumstance would have won those games. And for whatever reason, that's why you play because it's not automatic. And when the playoffs come, guys respond differently than a regular season game. It's amazing. It it just is. Yeah
5: we got a call 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. Hit us up early and often. We always like hearing from you guys. Solomon wanted to check in about the World Series. Go ahead, Solomon. You're on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, thanks
4: so much, guys, for taking my call. You're kind of stealing my thunder there, but I'll I'll state the obvious, the three things that killed the Dodgers in this series. Okay. Absolutely losing game two. Why? You win two games, you go to Houston, you need one game, and you come back up 3-2, not down 3-2. The second thing, game five, Clayton Kershaw meltdown. Second opportunity to go up 3-2. Can't do it. And game seven, you, Darvish, I'm sorry. You mm. give me one clunker, then you give me two, and you bury your team in the first two innings. Down five runs to an excellent Houston Astros team. They ran out of miracles, man. They weren't coming back after that, and the crowd knew it, and that's why they were so out of it. But, Solomon, Solomon, I'll, I'll say this. One yeah. what, what other uh-huh. thing.
3: Yeah.
6: I I thought when he I, I was surprised that he allowed and I mean uh, uh, the manager allowed you uh, Darvish to pitch to uh, George Springer S- Springer that that's yeah I, I know I was shocked that you know that he was struggling had already given up four or five hits but I, Dave I Roberts left him in and that was the that was the killer there because if you remember oh, I think he had I, given up two hits and the other one was. Dave Roberts had the infield back when the pitcher was up, and he hit the slow dribble of the second mm. base. with Gattis yeah. on third base, you've got to play the infield in. Yeah.
4: No, no I know, but I, I want to address the first one real quick, if you don't mind, which is so crazy about Dave Roberts. Here's Mr. Hook The one time Captain he Hook, right. To do an early hook. The one time he chooses <laughs> not to do the early hook was the time he was supposed to, and Springer, it basically ended the game with that home run. Yep. I mean, it was crazy, man. Just crazy.
5: Yeah, it's rough, man. I appreciate you calling you in, Solomon. It. Yep. Yeah, it's rough for a Dodgers fan to watch it go down. I think it's a convenient second guess, though, to talk about Kershaw starting. Oh no, game I agree, seven. I agree
6: with you. Not not yeah. after the way he pitched in Game Five. I don't. Right. If they would have started Kershaw on short rest and he yeah. got bombed, oh, Dave gosh. Roberts would have been killed. Yeah. I'm telling you, he would have been killed. <laughs> they would have been like, he pitched terrible in Game Five. How could you start yeah. him in Game Seven on I short rest? You know, know things went well because he pitched well. I don't know the pressure was off a little bit because it was already five nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. It was five sure. nothing when he came in. There's no pressure. What's the pressure?
5: Right. No, it's not the same as starting the game. It's not that's the same. Sure. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's. I think it's a convenient second guess because you Darvish, he had been spectacular. It's not like you're trotting some guy out there with an ERA that's eight. You know, like, and and Hugh the Hugh first had been bad start. Pitcher.
6: He had only pitched uh, through 49 pitches, yeah. so it wasn't like he was dead, you know what I mean, or right. had pitched uh, 95 pitches and you're trying to get him out there again. That's different. Yeah,
5: yeah, it's no, very I, I agree. I, he
6: stunk. He was bad. There's no doubt about it in Game 7,
5: but I don't think you're saying the same thing before the game starts as you were a couple of innings into it. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I
6: totally agree. I think that that's yeah. just convenience and people are always like, You know, doing that, oh, well, you know, you should have done this. No, no, I'm Mm -hmm. not buying it. Yeah, I I, I think that was the right call. That's why they made the trade at the deadline for Hugh Darvish, right? That's why they made it. They knew it couldn't be just Kershaw. They needed another guy and a right-handed starter, and he couldn't get it done. That's what happened. Yep, there's no doubt. You just got to be second-guessing
5: before you have access to the results. If you had been saying before the first pitch, they should be starting Clayton Kershaw, fine. I'll listen to you say that after you, Darvish, stinks it up. The point is, not a lot of people were saying that. <laughs> like, not at thing. all. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, the most underappreciated superstar of our generation. It's Brian No and Rob Parker right here with you on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. Great news. It's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I mean, my guy Bobo has been playing metal music here for the first hour of the show, Rob, to help celebrate my birthday. Yes. I'm in a tricky position here because I, I love that Bobo is going out of his way to give me some metal love. And I love me some Rob Zombie. But this song, not bad, but could have been a better metal selection. And I feel like a jerk, and I feel like voicing this. I'm not going to get any more metal music tonight. No, that's know?
6: that's a jerk move. He's trying to do something Gosh. nice for you. Just suck it up, act like just, you yeah. like it. You okay. know, it's I'll like be fake. You're, you're telling me no. to be fake. No, well, just no. just once no. in a while. Hold no, on. no, no. It's like your girlfriend. Like she made a bad meal. You I just eat it. Good. You just <laughs> eat it.
2: That it was going to be a matter of time before this fool complained about something. <laughs> You know what,
6: just for that, I got you, Brian. See, there you, you go. You. Now it's
5: done. I got you. See, so, it's
6: just going to be, who knows where he's going to go from this point it's on. It's just Rob. like that. It's it's like that, Brian. Like I just said, if your girlfriend made a meal, she went out of her way, and you're like, oh, this is just. Ugh. Just know. So you just, I if you, you if you say you don't like it, you know what that means, right? Not only are you not getting any meal, you're not getting any cake <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well put. I like how you threw
5: that out you there, You like Rob. that? All right, well, here's I want to get your words of wisdom here. Words to live by according to Rob Parker. I'll set up a scenario for you. Let's say that the lovely Christina, she makes this meal, and, you know, the planets align and it's not the greatest. If she asks me and says, hey, did you like it? And I didn't,
6: what do you suggest I say? You say you compliment what you did like. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like the macaroni and cheese was very yellow. <laughs> Are you, you ready? Just like the looks of it, huh? <laughs> just, I I gotta say something. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Help me out with this one. This is a re- this is real. Uh huh. Okay. You've been there before. You dated Christine, right? Christine. Christina. It's Christina. Yeah. And you know you're you're cool with some other women, and you're just kind of casual and whatever, and they give you the you know, I love you in bed, like, you know, after it's all done. <laughs> right? Well, Rob, where, okay, where, man, okay. here we go. Right. So you got to have a co- – I mean, what do you say, right? It's just, just the same thing. Do you just lie? Do, oh, do, no. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? You Or do you just tell her what she wants to hear if you don't really feel that way? You might like her a lot, but maybe you're not in love with her yet. And she tells you she loves you with a little no, pillow Rob. talk. You know what I, You know what my answer used to be? What was it? There's nothing better. Than when somebody loves you. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm no, not so you thing, get man. you see what I'm saying I'm not lying to her.
5: Yeah, I, I'm just a truth teller, Rob. That's wow. just how I roll. I would never tell anybody I love them if I didn't.
6: No, so, I I agree. I I don't think you yeah. should do that. So so Christina, is she a good cook or does she cook? She cooks. We haven't
5: done a lot of cooking together. Okay, you know. Because there's a little bit of distance. I'm in Nashville. She's in Kentucky. So we oh, see I got each you. other so, every weekend. I'll right. see her once during the week. But we don't see each other daily. No, no, no. So when you don't right. do
6: that, then you go out to eat and you want to spend some time and right. all that. Right, right. I got you. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah,
5: we do all that. Yeah. Yep, we do all that. So if I apply this to Bobo, I should have said, um, Bobo, I like the distorted guitars in mm. that musical selection. No, you
6: should have said Good. Bobo meant... I, I'm just really feeling what you're doing for me on my birthday, and it would be nice to hear some ba-ba-ba-ba-ba as well. Uh, Do you see what I'm saying? You. By throwing it out, yeah. like you. what else you would like to hear. <laughs> can, hey, Bobo, can I make I a request? I love what you're doing for me, but can I make a, request? You, I you see, me, I make a request? Right. But here's the thing, though, Rob. You know, when it comes to the show – I kind of like
5: stirring the pot. I kind of like Bobo being ticked off at me and I don't know what he's going to play from
6: this point on. You know what I I'm I got saying? you. Yeah. I, you might get some Milli Vanilli next, okay? That's all I want to know. <laughs> oh no. it's got to happen. a lot worse. That's, that's okay. <laughs> I
5: Already have it loaded. It's a lot See? worse. Yeah, than he's that. ready to go. He's ready to go. Uh right, we got about a minute left here. Rusty is in North Carolina. He wanted to check in. You go ahead, Rusty. Rusty what you got? On Sports radio. I can't meet that,
4: but if he, if his girlfriend or wife is Christina Hendricks,
0: then you, she doesn't need to cook. But uh, <laughs> Christina Hendricks, who's that? Christina Hendricks, Google it. All right, anyway,
4: good. I go called to, I called to say, and I wake up in the middle of the night and listen to the idiots. The guy who loves it, whatever. I don't know. Who is it? Whatever. Parker, if it's Christina Hendricks, she never needs to cook. Okay? I got okay. you. All right. You got that. All right. But I, 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 this is the first time I've listened to you, and uh, you put me through, and uh listen to sports. And um,
5: you guys are pretty good.
6: All right. We appreciate it. Thanks for calling Fox Sports right. Radio on your Saturday night. Appreciate
5: it. Hey, man. Look, he he he, dig, he digs us, man. Yeah, that's always now, nice. He's a um, he's a couple of beers, couple of shots deep, but he still likes us. It's you know Saturday
6: what? night, man. Hey, dialed the phone.
5: Bama's up fourteen nothing. Christina Hendricks is from Mad Men, and oh. we have to pay off this tease coming up here, Rob. The most underappreciated superstar of our generation. Plus, wall to wall ball. Keep it locked. Rob, what do you make of these Miami uniforms? Miami dressed in all black. I'm not used to seeing the Canes in all black as they go against Virginia Tech tonight. Big game. Big, big game. You got the unbeaten Hurricanes. If they're able to get a win tonight and able to upset Notre Dame, you're talking about them being right in the thick of things of the playoff race. But they're wearing the black unis tonight. You like those? Yeah.
6: A little different. Yeah. It does look strange. The the I just was looking at Jesse Palmer's top six list on ESPN. Uh-huh. he has Miami number six that's high he has high. Miami number six I just that jumped out at me uh is uh I can't remember the other guy's name they had a, a, a identical the top five you know were identical and then at number six Jesse Palmer had Miami number six.
5: Yeah, I think that's high, man. You look at the Canes. Like, look, it might shake out, and they might get up there. But as of right now, when they barely get by a couple of these teams, barely survive against Florida State, barely survive against Georgia Tech, didn't beat North Carolina down. It is my birthday, by the way. I like that's the right. Birthday music Happy birthday
6: background. for people just joining us, Brian. No turn to Big Four O, and uh, got a big night planned ahead of him. That's right. That's right, man.
5: Uh, in Miami. Bobo is angling for me to make babies tonight, yes. which is that's put what's the saying putting the what in front of the what? I'm not saying. The, the
6: cart in front of the horse. But you could just <laughs> practice, just practice making babies. What's
5: that? yeah, Rob, you like I I didn't know man. you're um you're just
6: open tonight, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 You're just letting it flow tonight. It feels like, like it feels like it's my 40th birthday. You know, you know what I mean? Just
5: like hey, throw, putting your hair down. You know, I you're know. like hey man, anything goes. Right, we got the Canes inside the 10, third and three, as they try, and it is touchdown pass, first points of the game. Miami on top, six nothing. Will be seven nothing because they kick the extra points from like you know 15 yards away. Is that weird? Do you find yourself looking at that and watching extra points in college football and like, whoa, man, that's really close, you know? I'm used to it being backed up in the NFL.
6: Yeah, in the NFL now where it's not automatic. And guys miss. Yeah. I think it adds a little something to it. But yeah, those uniforms definitely look a little weird.
5: Yeah, not a bad look. Not a bad look. Shaking it up for the Canes right there. But top 10 team right now, they're going to move up because we saw a lot of uh, teams ahead of them go down today. You saw Penn State go down, saw Ohio State go down. So the Big Ten, a couple of their top ten teams, they both lose. If the Canes win, they're going to leapfrog both those squads. So it was a big game tonight. Big game for both these teams in the ACC. All right, now you've been teasing something. Let's get to it. Okay, yeah, you want to hear about this. I do. The most underappreciated superstar in our generation. Now, it's topical, which might be a hint.
6: I know. But if I just please, don't be a prisoner of the moment. Is this a prisoner of the moment moment?
5: Oh, definitely not. Okay, definitely not. But I want you to throw out your player before I get to mine, Rob Parker. Do you have anybody on your list that you think is overlooked that doesn't get the props that they deserve? I think we're the, talking think, superstars here.
6: I think the all-timer was Tim Duncan, the all-timer. Okay. Tim Duncan, when they talked about the greatest players in the NBA, never got mentioned, even though he won five championships and all the stuff, you know what I mean? Never Mm -hmm. even got a whiff. Like, his name never Mm -hmm. was in the conversation. No one has ever put up and done as much as Tim Duncan, and because he's just a soft-spoken, sandal-wearing, laid-back guy, you know what I mean? That people just kind of dismissed him. And I always thought he got the short end of a stick. But right, I agree with but, you on that, yeah. But right now, you mean somebody who's currently playing? Yep, current player. Give me the sport, and then I could go from there. Because I, it's just, I, I'm thinking all over the place. Just give me the sport you got. I'm going hoops. Basketball? Mm-hmm. Wow. It can't be LeBron James, so I just can't believe it. It's exactly it. who it is. Oh, my goodness. That is a prisoner yes. of the moment because he no, scored 57
5: not. points last yeah. night. Well, not just that; he's the quickest player to get to twenty nine
6: thousand career points. He, he didn't it, go to college. I know. Fine. Fine. Great. That that's, that means nothing. That's the most no, ridiculous. Thing. But no, no, well, the, the, the other fact guy, that the, he's other great, to the other great
5: twenty nine thousand, the other great guys,
6: all the other great guys you mentioned in that, in that list, they all went to college. Stop it. But that's still just getting to twenty nine thousand points. He's also the, he's also the Fofote. The finals failure of all time. (laughs) Five NBA finals (laughs) losses, the most by any former MVP in the history of the NBA. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. If we run down the
5: list, we run down it. Did you think they should have beaten the Warriors last year?
6: No. It's not whether or not. It's just it is what it is. If he's this great guy, he averaged a triple-double, and they got swept in five games. Right. But if you start going
5: down these losses, think about your Tim Duncan-led Spurs. When the, the Cavs got to the finals the first time. I don't There's
6: I, no way they're taking down that I team. don't buy into that because they were down three to one to the Warriors and no team had ever come back in the history of the National Basketball Association uh-huh. and yeah. they won. So that was the K
5: D less Warriors.
6: No, I don't by care, but I'm just saying, but they did win and I believe that's why they're upsets. All kinds of things happen. I don't believe I always believe in this. If you're going to give LeBron credit when he wins, he gets blamed when he loses. I, I, you can't have it both ways. Whenever he loses, they go, well, he doesn't have anybody. That's the first all of LeBron people. He doesn't well, have he anybody. Sh- he
5: definitely didn't against the Spurs. But that's, I'm, I'm just, not going to
6: say he had nobody against
5: the Warriors last year. He didn't have as good of a team. He didn't have as good of a chance. But here's the larger well, point. I'll give you here's a better
6: one, one. one. Give me, but let me yeah. give you one. Okay. 2004 Pistons against Shaq and Kobe that had won three championships.
1: Right.
6: And remember this. They <laughs> added Karl Malone and Gary Payton. So they have right. four Hall of Famers on that team, and the Pistons had none. That's right. And they right. won but a you championship. Also, you go back to that, and you know
5: this as well as I do, Rob. You had Karl Malone, whose knee was wrecked during the finals. They still
6: had Shaq and Kobe. I don't want to buy it to you. Here we go. Shaq okay, and Kobe had, won three championships without Karl Malone and Gary Payton. But you still had Karl Malone and Gary Payton at the end of their
5: careers. There's no doubt about that. And you had an injured Karl Malone in the finals. So that impacted it. That absolutely had had a lot to do with how that went down. That was still impressive, to your point, for the Pistons to win Am that I championship. Right? Nobody, nobody
6: thought they were going to win that championship. And that might be the last real team we ever saw in the NBA. I'm serious. Five guys. No shoe in Hall of Famers, no, you know, top uh, one name players. I mean, Chauncey Billups, Tayshaun Prince, uh, Rashid Wallace, Ben Wallace, who wasn't even drafted, an undersized center, right? And Rip That's Hamilton, right. who nobody, who was traded from Washington, and they said good riddance that he couldn't stay healthy and he wasn't the player that they thought he was going to be, and they put together and won a championship and went back the second year. That's one of the greatest basketball teams i've ever seen well i mean they did one
5: of the more um in that league that's a star-driven league go look at all the championships they, they did something that was incredibly impressive they had one of the more improbable title runs i'll give you that but to put them up against the greats no 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 i didn't mean it like that yeah. i meant
6: right one of the right. greatest teams as far as like gotcha. just teams you know like Five guys playing together, not stars. That's what I mean by team. I got you. They don't rank in the top ten greatest teams.
5: No, no. Let me give you my LeBron rundown before you completely dismiss
6: me. You know I'm dismissing it. Go
5: ahead. I know. You you already got a nickname for him and everything. Here's the argument for LeBron James being completely underappreciated in terms of superstars. That's right. We look at LeBron James more so for what he doesn't do than what he does do. Okay. And for a superstar, you run down all the credentials, the 29,000 points, the rebounds, the assists, the defense. He does it all. And for a guy that has accomplished as much individually and team-wise, you're talking about winning a championship for Cleveland, by the way. They hadn't won a championship in five decades in any sport in that town. So for him to go there, take a team that was down 3-1 against a 73-win team, that's all-time stuff right there. And I, so all of these credentials, all this stuff, its it happens far too often where you look at LeBron and say, well, he's not LeBron Jordan. Well, 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 Jordan didn't lose in the finals. Well, Jordan didn't do this. Well, Jordan didn't do that. And in the midst of all of that, Rob. You forget to look at how much he has accomplished, even though it hasn't been to the same level as the GOAT. Okay, Michael here we Ford.
6: go. Okay. All right? I hear you. Yeah. And I love that people want to chime in on this because I've okay. said this before. I've had to talk about it on Colin's show. But LeBron James, and it tells you because of all the stuff you just said about how great he's been, mm-hmm. his, his image and reputation and legacy is somewhat, you know, damaged because he ruined the NBA when he started this hopping from team to team, putting together super teams. And this is why people don't have the same feel for him or love for him because look at what – when he leaves this NBA and what's happened and transpired, look at the Eastern Conference, a a wasteland. LeBron James is – responsible for it. No other star player had ever walked out at his age and walked to the other teams. He made other stars feel comfortable with leaving, and I'm not against. It's called free agency, and I get but all you're putting, that.
5: But you're putting all this stuff on LeBron?
6: Absolutely, because once people look to the leader, they look to the best guy in the league, and if he's doing it, it's the same thing. Greg Popovich might have started the rest. But once LeBron started taking nights off, other you're guys were like, other guys were like, "If LeBron could take a night off, then I could take a <laughs> night off too." LeBron James has ruined the NBA. And oh, I'm telling you, Rob, you're going too far away. 87799 on Fox, and now these super teams, it has totally we know already, this will be the fourth year in a row, the Cavaliers. And Golden State, it had never happened more than two years in a row. Last year was the first time in the history of the NBA, Uh three years. This year will be four. And LeBron will go to the finals again. That's because the East is torn up because of LeBron James. I'm telling you, Uh, he he has really. Do you
5: have have a close family member that lives in Indiana named Mark?
6: Close family member named Mark. No, I don't.
5: Because <laughs> it just says it says here, Mark in Indiana wants to chime in, and it just says, LeBron a joke. No, no, and no. I, I no just, that's the first not, thing I, I thought, you. it might be a family member. Not at Was all. It, no? Okay, not at no. all. Mark, welcome to Fox Sports Radio. What do you have to say here?
4: Hey, guys, I'm fixing to light this up. Listen here, I ain't related to Rob, but I totally agree with what Rob's saying. There's never been a more celebrated loser in the, in the history of the NBA than Lafraud. He's the gloat. I wow. hey, like this, Rob. He's great Listen to that. He's got nicknames just like
6: you, Rob. I love are that. Sure? The gloat. The gloat.
4: Everybody, <laughs> all they want to do, you got You got all these guys. You got Nick Crack, Broussard. You got, a whole, oh, my God, Shannon Sharp. All they do is make excuses before
6: anything happens. Absolutely. The Excuse, only thing is. What, what are you they, talking they, about? They what what excuses? Mark, every time he on. loses, it's some, is somebody <laughs> else's fault. I've never seen it anything is. like it. He was, you he, want to bring
4: up, Brian, you want to bring up this championship thing, what they did in Cleveland. Kyrie won uh-huh. that championship. Yes, he did. Oh, he made the biggest shot it of it the night. Not
6: like, it was and It was
4: both ch- of them. The if you say, one, the, I'm oh, telling cut, you, man, stop it. Stop, Mark. Fraud.
5: Mark, stop it. You're saying he had nothing to do with them uh, taking down the Warriors? <laughs> it was just Kyrie and only Kyrie? Come on, Well, man. last
6: year he had a triple-double and they got swept in five games. So what was his impact? W- was Kyrie on that team? I don't know if Kyrie, Kyrie was a member of the Cavs,
5: too, wasn't he, last season? We
6: got one more call. Let's squeeze this well, one in. We'll, oh, my we'll God. Get, we'll get to okay, him. Okay, okay. We'll get to him. Let's, we'll let's to have him. this conversation because I'm serious about, I want you, about LeBron ruining the NBA. I'm, this this will, I be, this will be the legacy of him. It really okay. will be.
5: We'll continue that, Rob, as far as LeBron supposedly ruining the NBA. And also from the Geico Studios, if you're not going with LeBron – as the most underappreciated superstar that's currently playing, who would you put ahead of him? And if anybody wants to chime in, feel free to do so. 877-99 on Fox. I want a superstar who we dwell on what they don't do just as much as what they actually do. I would love to know who is higher on that list than LeBron because I don't have anybody higher than it. So All that stuff. Coming up next, I'm Brian No. He's Rob Parker. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian, though, and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, so Rob, we got to explain something for the audience here. All right. So it's my birthday tonight, and Bobo, my guy, who's filling in for Papa Bear, running the board this evening... He was playing some heavy metal music. He knows I'm a metal head. And I questioned one of his selections that was a Rob Zombie song. Or was it Dragula? Is that what you went with, Bobo? Yep. So I questioned that. And something that's not to my surprise whatsoever, knowing Bobo as well as I do, he has taken it out on me with unfiltered hatred.
6: And he should take part of it out on you because you just shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> So he hit us with, what was that you just played, Bobo? Oh,
5: you
2: know you love you some Clay Aiken.
5: Clay Aiken. <laughs> My guy, Clay.
6: Um, that what I, whatever happened to him? That's uh, what happened to him ran- right there. That's <laughs> 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 the funny part.
2: This, this is the funny part. Uh, I actually produced a show uh, when I left Fox like the second time when, they, when I got moved around uh, to another department of the network. Um, And he was a regular on the show, actually. And it was a political show. He actually ended up running for Congress. Right, and he he lost. And he lost bad. Right. Like, really, really bad.
6: And it was like North Carolina or somewhere. He's down in the south.
2: It was somewhere where there was literally, like, no chance for him to lose. And he lost. And he lost. Yeah. (laughs) So then, like, now he just makes, like, public appearances. And uh, him and uh, the former, the host of the show who left the radio show to go do a television show and is now on the view. I'm doing all that without saying her name, so that should kind of give it away. Okay. And her father is a like famous senator in Arizona. Okay. That that's enough detail for who that person is. Oh, uh, no. Uh, okay. the, the the next
6: show, the next <laughs> Time I watched the View will be the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that.
2: Sorry about that. Hey, but I do not watch it. No, <laughs> but uh,
5: no, he.
6: I've seen it here and there. I can't say I never saw. it. it so Bobo, he stuff like he that.
5: went he went with Clay Aiken on us. That's what he did, Rob. And he said, because you know, I'm physically in Miami right now, so Bobo he controls the board. And he said, you know, I'm not going to turn your mic on for a little while. I'm going to let it breathe. Is what he told me. I'm going to let it breathe. Just soak in some clay right
6: now. No. You're going to not the won't. next song. Yeah, I bet you won't talk trash about my metal selections going forward. See? There you go. Next time, be nice and just yeah. make a suggestion. Uh-huh. Okay? I like it better this way, though. Just for the show. I'm you not going to apply this to
5: all aspects of my
6: life, Rob. Okay.
5: But I like stirring it up with Bobo. You and you I'm, like, kinda, and I'm interested to hear what he plays next.
6: And, that, and, that's, <laughs> and that's why you went to the LeBron James thing, talking about him being... <laughs> Uh, You know, what would you say he was the uh, The most underappreciated Underappreciated.
5: superstar of our generation? Current athletes. Who's
0: who's higher than LeBron right now? Question,
2: question.
5: Okay, Gavin gave you a name
2: in doing a commercial break. What was the name Uh you gave Gavin? He gave two. The first one you said they didn't win a championship. He went
5: Alex Ovechkin. Okay, him. Oh yeah. yeah. And you he said went straight he, to hockey. Okay, you
2: said he wasn't a superstar because he no, did, no, he's a
5: superstar. No, Alex he, he Ovechkin. A oh yeah, Whoever right. Whoever you he's said, a, he's a you star. Said one
2: of them wasn't a superstar because they didn't win a, they haven't won a ring yet.
5: No, no, no. I'm not saying he isn't a superstar. I'm just saying he hasn't won a championship like LeBron has. So it's a much different dynamic being ringless. And not getting props.
6: Right. And Alex Ovechkin has a lost five championships, so he's different from LeBron. So right. okay. oh, I'm sorry. Really? That's where you're going go. to you're go. one. <laughs> sorry about that.
5: That's, that's where it is. Yeah, but so no, I wouldn't put Alex Alex Ovechkin over LeBron um, because he's criticized and deservedly so for not winning a championship. And then Gavin threw out Sidney Crosby. Which is crazy because Sydney yeah. gets all kinds of love, I, right? I, I, yeah, I take back that one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, no, but, no, that doesn't. But, fit. but as a nation,
7: you know, people just don't pay that much attention to hockey, right? So th- yeah, that was weird So I was those going were your that. first two selections.
5: Yeah. You went straight to hockey.
6: Eight seven seven ninety nine. I got some NASCAR Fox. takes forty two. Yeah. So. yeah okay. All right. We'll work that. And we'll work in curling <laughs> as well. Let's go Keep back. And re- let's we'll go, go back and read the stories where it said NASCAR was taking over. Was going to overtake baseball. Ooh, I have a go. Read those stories. What about
7: Christian Pulisic? From the uh, U.S. men's soccer team.
5: I, I can't spell it. No,
7: so I don't know. No, no, yeah. no. Nope, nope, I don't know much about him because I'm not a soccer fan, but. I'll
5: tell you what. I don't you guys appreciate think <laughs> amongst yourselves in the meantime. Everybody who said, oh, Brian, you're crazy for saying LeBron is at the top of the underappreciated superstar list. I'm waiting for someone who's ahead of him. But in the meantime, while you're thinking amongst yourselves, let's hear what the people have to say. Because Sam is in Arizona. He wants to chime in about LeBron James. You go ahead, Sam. Welcome to Fox Sports Radio. <laughs>
8: Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I mean, I think LeBron is appreciated as much as he's supposed to be, and I do agree with agree with Rob Parker. I do think he did ruin the NBA with his whole super teams. Um, I think the NBA needs to do something to fix that, maybe only being able to give one guy a super max contract or something. Otherwise, I don't know how much more um, – uh, well, What's the word for it? Um, appreciation he can get for what he's done.
6: Absolutely. I mean, like if he goes they, to the finals again this year, people go, "There's nobody in the East. So what? He went eight years in a row against two. There's nobody in the way. The Washington Generals are on the schedule. I mean, come on. There's nobody there."
5: I completely agree with that. I mean, if he and
6: you're selling them short, the Sam. The you're you're being
5: you're being influenced by Rob Parker. No, here. I'm, no,
6: he's not. He knows I'm telling the truth. This is the gospel. Sunday's no, it's tomorrow.
5: Not.
8: Is LeBron James the GM of the Cavs?
5: Because he could have. gotten
8: He's the Kevin de facto LeBron
5: GM.
6: No, he could. He doesn't have KD on his
5: squad. Well, why? Like, why not? Because KD joined a seventy-three win squad. He went to the Warriors. Yeah, that's but but the, but the reason that, that he, but the reason LeBron's he went too?
6: the re, yes the reason he went is because LeBron if LeBron never left Cleveland, I'm sitting here right now telling you. And thanks for the phone call that KD would have never left OKC.
2: So
5: you're putting that on yes, LeBron. absolutely. Every, are you putting the national debt on LeBron? Is that his fault too? I'll get there. You, do you have a hangnail? Is that on LeBron as well? I'll get huh? there.
6: You know, on my big toe, there's a little hangnail. And it's <laughs> had to be
5: LeBron. That's LeBron's fault for sure.
6: 877-99 on Fox is the number. I like
5: this one. Mike is in San Diego, and it just says on my screen, Rob is out his damn mind. <laughs> I, all right, Mike, you got the floor, my man. You're on Fox Sports Radio.
0: <clears throat> yeah, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first off, before I rip into Rob, uh, most underrated superstar in sports is Kawhi Leonard. I mean, if he had any sense of sense of humor, a lot like Tim Duncan, he would be, <sighs> you know, at the NBA level. I mean, the guy's the top two way player in the game. When you take you,
5: Mike, 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 what
0: what game. word? Yeah. What word
5: did you use for Kawhi though? What did you say right there? I want to make sure I got you right.
0: His sense of humor, he has no personality like Tim Duncan. That's why that's why the way the Spurs like it, and uh, he fits. But did you say? I'm sorry,
5: Mike. Did you say he's underappreciated, best, underpublicized? What are you saying
0: for him? The most underrated superstar in sports. Underrated, okay. In the in the in the game, and that's the way the culture is. And he doesn't want any of that. Like Tim Duncan, he doesn't want the commercial spotlight, but he just does his talking on game. But let me get to Rob Parker. Rob Parker. Thank man, you. That's where I, I want you to rip, go. I want to rip into you. LeBron had nothing to do with super teams. Super teams <laughs> were going on long before. LeBron ever went, entered the league? Not true. Eighties, early nineties. Not true. Even the two thousands. With the with it's the, true. Look the at the Celtics. The Lakers, the Lakers with the Shaq, Kobe, and Carl Malone. GP. You just mentioned one of them before. Well, before those LeBron, guys James
6: were but, at the end of their career. Brian, no, just told you so. No, no, I'll go
0: back. You can they go
6: were back at the end of their career the, when the, Charles Rockets. Barkley. They were at the end of his career. When you talk about oh, yes. Scottie Pippen, he had already won six championships. LeBron James left in the prime of his career, and not only did he leave, he wrecked Toronto's team, and they all went to Miami to join Dwayne Shaq. Wade. All those guys were drafted no. in the same draft, that's, that's and ridiculous. LeBron Shaq. became – that became the first super team. And don't tell me about big, Kevin, biggest, Gu- the Kevin Garnett. The, was, was,
0: was the biggest original free agent to leave was Shaq. That's the biggest blockbuster move that really tipped the balance from the East.
6: But he didn't join two other guys who were drafted in the same draft. He wrecked the East by doing that. Here's
0: here's the point. Here's the point. You can't put any of that, LeBron. All these teams have the same ability – to make moves, and you're seeing what they're doing. Like okay, absolutely see, not. See what Houston? Yeah, doing? yeah, they and, yeah they ruined and, the league.
6: Absolutely. And yep. Last point. Yep.
0: Last point I'll make is I'll, I'll put anything. I'll take the nicest uh, steakhouse in L. A. Mastro's, Cut, mm. whichever you want to go. That they will Uh-oh. not. Cleveland will not get back to the finals. I'll tell you why. Ooh. The biggest issue they're going to have now is they don't have a closer. The last three years, it wasn't LeBron. It was Kyrie in tight knit games.
6: Dude, have you seen the Eastern Conference? I will take you on that stake bet. I'll, okay,
0: I'll I'll take you. Cuz you. you if you
6: think Toronto's going to win or Boston, no, Boston you is. must I'm be crazy. Come on, you, man. You You're Kyrie, crazy.
0: Kyrie, I'm telling you what. last point, Boston, you see what Kyrie's doing now with his own team with Horford and and Marcus Morris? There's nobody in, in the East. East who are they playing.
6: It's There's nobody. Gonna, the
0: Cleveland I'm telling you, Cleveland's done and Wade and Derek Rose and all these guys will be injured out at the end of the year and they will be knocked out and Boston will make it.
5: Okay. thanks. We appreciate yeah, we appreciate you checking in, Mike. Remember Mike. To, there's a lot to chew on right there. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I disagree with him saying Kawhi is underrated. Everybody know knows he's a great player. He's a fantastic two way yep. player. Everybody's most people have him at the Top of the MVP list or in the the close run? We Always he's in, the, be mix. Banged up in, this in year. the mix. In the mix, right? Right. We know how great he. He's just underpublicized. There's a difference between underrated and underpublicized. So I disagree with him being underrated. But as far as the super teams go, we got to dig into this because I think this is the the biggest por- portion of your argument against LeBron James. And I think Mike made a couple of points that we got to get to. But first, we want to bring in Steve Desager, the gangster of love. I affectionately refer to him as that. He hates that nickname, Rob. I think it's one of the best nicknames in sports talk radio. It's one of the worst.
1: Best nicknames usually apply apply to that specific person.
5: He rages against one of the greatest nicknames. And not just sports talk. I don't want to limit it to that. It's in radio history. I'll put it. This is is how
1: bad a name it is. If I didn't ever work this shift, you would have uh-huh. applied it to whoever was in this chair and then that's said untrue. it was a great no, nope,
5: no, no. That's untrue, man. <laughs> that is untrue. I don't sit in IHOP eating a meal and hear Steve Miller's what song is it where he says the gangster of love. <laughs> And think of anybody but
3: you, Steve, because okay, yeah, that sure. is untrue.
1: We've got a lot to get to. This has been a great past hour, by the way. I saw a Bleacher Report uh, article from a couple of years ago, most underrated retired players of all sports, and their oh. top two were Stan Musial and Moses Malone. Those are pretty, two okay. pretty good names. Wow. Yeah. Stan how, Musial still top five in hits all time. But how, but how about Tim Duncan? You don't think Tim Duncan? Yeah.
6: I, I, I I don't know how they passed on him, but – I agree with Stan Musial, but everybody knows Stan the man.
1: And the thing with Moses Malone that blew me away, we know he was a 20-year center in the NBA, but he had a stretch of almost a decade, over a decade, where he averaged 25 points, 14 rebounds per game through 1987. And no player had averaged that once, even in one season since then.
6: That that is unbelievable number.
1: As far as your Shaquille O'Neal comment, he did accidentally go to the Lakers a few weeks after they drafted Kobe and Fisher. Nobody knew that getting those three players in the same summer, what that would become, because they certainly didn't have Phil Jackson at the time. And then at the end of that run with Phil... You mentioned those Pistons with the upset of the Lakers in 2004. What I remember about that series is Ben Wallace dominating Shaq in the final game. He
6: even blocked his shot a clean block in
1: the paint. Do you remember that? 22 rebounds in a finals game against Shaquille O'Neal in his heyday. What I didn't realize, I looked it up, the Lakers lost game one by scoring 75 points, and then a couple games later, they lost scoring 68.
6: Oh, the Pistons defense that year, you remember, they were going to work. That <laughs> yeah. was that was a really,
1: really good basketball it team. It was like the Pistons defense around 1990 as well. And a reminder to everyone, at 2 a.m., daylight saving, come to an end, so do not forget that. And we've got a great snow game going on in college football. Uh-oh. It was heavily windy at Wyoming to start the game, and then torrential rains and now now So much of the white stuff falling that they've had to, uh, between the timeouts, you know, sweep the lines so you can actually see the lines on the field. Ten minutes left. Colorado State's trying to go to 5-1 and one in the Mountain West, leading 13-9 at Wyoming. As far as number 2 Alabama halftime lead over LSU 14 to 3, final seconds before halftime at Miami, it's 14-3 Hurricanes over Virginia Tech and they have announced that next Saturday night's TV game is Notre Dame at number 10 Miami. Number 18 Central Irish. Florida. <laughs> yes, Central Florida leading 21-14 at SMU in the third and third quarter at eighth-ranked TCU, it's still the home team up on Texas 17-7. Wins for number 1 Georgia and number 3 Notre Dame, which beat Wake Forest 48-37. The Irish with over 700 yards of offense and no turnovers today. Number 4 Clemson holds on 38-31 at NC State. Fifth-ranked Oklahoma, it was Bedlam, winning 62-52 at Oklahoma State, Iowa pounded number 6 Ohio State 55-24 and Michigan State kicked a field goal final play to beat number 7 Penn State 27-24. Back to you.
5: I love when you throw out Notre Dame stats Steve DeSager. I'm oh, just saying. We'll
1: we'll have some Great. more next time then.
5: I like that over 700 yards of offense. That was good. That was good stuff right there. It's Brian No and Rob Parker we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. Or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Been talking about this LeBron thing. I think he's underappreciated. I think he's the most underappreciated superstar who's currently playing right now, Rob Parker. there's Tyler is in Kentucky. He's got a suggestion for someone who might be more underappreciated than LeBron. You go ahead, Tyler. You're on Fox Sports Radio. Uh,
8: thanks for taking my call first. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I feel like Cam Newton is another guy that really falls into this category. People want to label him as immature, and to some degree he is. But, I mean, you look at what he did just two years ago and even last year. Like, his MVP season, he done it without his number one wide receiver, who evidently they don't even have faith in because they traded him. I mean, the things that he does on a football field so few guys can do, and people just want to bash him for – being immature off the field when, I mean, what he does on the field is
6: remarkable. But but this is the problem, is when they saw that talent, he only did it for one season when you think of him, that that the next year after they lost the Super Bowl, he just like totally came apart, and we didn't even recognize who that was. And I think that's why people uh, don't appreciate Cam Newton because it was just a one-year thing, and did he play great? Mm-hmm. They were 15. And he was outstanding. He deserved the MVP, but but people want more from him, and they haven't gotten it, and that's the problem. And now all the other stuff off the field and reporters and stuff, he's just muddied the water on him because people look at him and say, dude, what are you doing? Why are you worried about answering a couple of questions, and he thinks he's punishing or making uh, the the writers mad or or what? Dude, the media, we are only there for the fans. You're not hurting us. That's a reflection of you towards the fans, not towards the media. People don't understand that part.
8: Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I, I completely agree that there's a lot of things that he needs to change in order to be seen as a better leader, but when you look at the teams that he's had and the talent around him offensively, really, he, he I mean, he doesn't have a great number one to throw the ball to. He doesn't have a great Deep threat. I mean, he had a really fast guy, but the guy couldn't catch. So, I mean, he's never had the offensive pieces of a Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers, and yet he still had a season like he had in 2015.
5: Well, we appreciate you checking in, Tyler. I would just say this if you look at individually LeBron and Cam Newton, just on a superstar level, Cam is nowhere close to LeBron in terms of production and what he brings to the table. To your point, Rob. He had the one MVP standout
6: season in 2015. He was phenomenal. 35 touchdowns, 10 picks. He was he was that year, man. And they were 15 and one, and the yeah. playoffs, and and they were the favorite, right, going into the Super Bowl. I mean, right. people expected him to blow out Denver, and what was going on there, and they they uh defensed him and played uh, had the right scheme, and 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 they dominated the game, the defense. 'Cause Peyton Manning wasn't even couldn't even throw the ball. I mean, it was right. all about the defense. So and then, and go, then his reaction go, after they lost. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
5: I mean, I understand what Tyler is saying because there's a lot of stuff that is outside the lines where he didn't handle the Super Bowl press conference the greatest this year, where the female asked him the question about routes, you know, and he had that response, which was it was bad. It was he just didn't handle it very well. But on the football field, we know that he is talented. He's just not close to a LeBron James-talented athlete. Like, this guy, he's thrown more interceptions this season than touchdowns. That should never
6: happen in this era of football. And then they went up to Foxborough, he beat Tom Brady and the Patriots, right? And then, ever since then, they're going backwards. I, I, I don't know what to make of him. I really... I really don't. I think that people just expected a lot more. He's a very talented guy, but something's amiss.
5: Right, right. People talk trash about Jay Cutler. Cam Newton is in the Jay Cutler passer rating zip code this year. Man. Cam Newton's at 79.1. Jay Cutler's at 78.8. You know? So I don't look at Cam as being completely shortchanged on props and he's just killing it. And we look at what he isn't doing instead instead of what he is doing. Hey, I, just I got. Don't think I got a, he's killing it to that degree.
6: I got another name real quick that came on Twitter, Jose okay. Altuve. I think they they talk about Jose Altuve. Everybody knows he's a great player, no? Oh yeah. Joe Buck Absolutely. went crazy and and Smoltzy all about Altuve. That this dude is yeah. a he might win the him and Judge are up for AL MVP, and most people think that you know obviously it's before the uh, playoffs. But they think Altuve's going to win it. So how, I don't know if he's under If he wins yeah. the MVP, how is he underappreciated?
5: No, you can't be. Right? You, you, yeah. Yeah. No, we, we know his talent, man. We know he's 5'6". He's 5'6". He's unbelievable. <laughs> he's Am unbelievable. I right? He's insane. Yeah, he's awesome. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, Rob Parker has picked apart my selection for the most underappreciated superstar of this current generation. I want to pick his guy apart. Who does he have on his list, and does he make a better argument than I do? We'll do that coming up next. I'm Brian Ngo. He's Rob Parker. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian No and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the GEICO studios. Great news. So a quick way you could save money, switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. See, the funny thing, Rob, Bobo thinks that he's – He's getting under my skin with these crazy musical cuts here. I love this song. Who doesn't love Ricky Martin? You kidding me? Huh?
6: So it doesn't bother you. That's okay. okay. Yeah, you,
5: just, you just called him on right, went to Britney Spears right there. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem with "Living La Vida Loca. That's just because you're in Miami
2: right now and everyone's bumping that uh, song. He must be going to that concert Ricky Martin's doing. You must. Have, <laughs> <laughs> He's performing tonight and you must have tickets or something. Is he really? he's in Miami. He's in Miami. Oh, he is, really? I...
5: No kidding. I'm going to have to swing by, catch the, the back half of that show, you know?
2: Yeah, I think that's his closer. I'm my mic off. I'm so cutting <laughs> yeah. my mic off right now because we will get in trouble. my next joke. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's wrong, Bobo. That's wrong. I, I smell what you're cooking. I don't know what you're talking wrong. about. Messed up, man. But you, you pulled a good move by cutting your mic off. Absolutely. Um, all right, here's the deal, Rob. I threw out my most underappreciated superstar of this current generation, LeBron James, because people just harp on what he doesn't do instead of what he does do. They talk about him losing championships when he had a horrible – he had Booby Gibson, unless you think that guy is just crushing it.
6: Oh, Larry Hughes. Well, they, it's they, they funny be- they knocked the Pistons out that year, and Booby Gibson was unbelievable. Go back and look at the stats. Okay, great. Why didn't they take
5: down Ginobili, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan in their heyday, all because the Spurs were 10 times better than the Cavs. That's why. So to put it only on LeBron is crazy. But that's how it goes. We look at LeBron and his shortcomings under a microscope. And we give well, him you're, props you're for you the thing t- that he has He has a, he has a tattoo the shortcomings
6: too much. He has a tattoo, say, the chosen one. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, don't act like. You can't have a tattoo saying the chosen one and then be like, "Well, don't blame me. I blame so and so." Come on, man. You can't have it both ways. You just
5: got to be realistic. You got to think his nickname okay, is The great. King. The King. He's got Okay, is The, what is he, the, is the Burger King, king or King? A, he's got a tattoo with the chosen one on his back. Does that mean that you are going to bet your house and everything you own that the Cavs were going to take down four superstars in the Warriors last season? You got to be realistic about things even though he's got some ink on his back that says chosen one.
6: I just think he can't have it both ways. When he wins, it's all about LeBron and how great he is. And then when he loses, it's everybody else's fault. I just think that that's the part that separates him. That's why the whole Michael Jordan talk is is just ridiculous. It really,
5: It really is. Right. Well, he hasn't, in terms of team accomplishments, he just hasn't gotten to that level right. yet. But who are you going to put on your list ahead of LeBron James? If you hate that selection, most underappreciated superstar right now, Current
6: athlete, right? I know who'd who you put I, ahead of him? I'd have to think because I said I said Tim Duncan all time is uh, which is what. But I need somebody right now, right here, right now. If you pick Gavin's brain, he'll give you hockey players if you want to go that route. Right, but but somebody already <laughs> called in with Kawhi Leonard. Right, that's a that's a guy. But we think we already yeah. think that he's. I think people know he's great. So right. I'm, I'm going to think.
5: He's underpublicized. That's all. He's not underrated. We know how great he is. He just doesn't get a whole lot of attention. Right? Right. You're not going to see his name in the on the billboard in the bright shiny lights. They're not going to They're not going to market him the same way. How about John Wall
6: with the Wizards?
5: No, you kidding me? No way. John Wall isn't in LeBron's zip code at all. So you're talking about?
6: So it's got to be like a superstar who's won a championship, basically, and was was underappreciated.
5: We're talking superstar, won a championship, and we harp on what they don't do. Aaron,
6: Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't bad. No, because Aaron Rodgers, like like they always say, well, but the Packers only won that one Super Bowl. He has like always has had a horrible defense, right? I mean, his defense has given up in playoff, his playoff losses, 40 points or more, like uh-huh. three or four of his seven losses. Do you know what I mean? Like – the defense right. is just god awful. What could he do against Atlanta last year? The defense couldn't stop anybody. Um, yeah. Incredibly banged up for sure.
5: Yeah, I mean, look, when they were four and six last season, these former teammates are coming
6: out of the woodwork talking oh, yeah. about everything that he
5: didn't do. Oh, he's a diva, and it's kind of a me first. Guy. Absolutely,
6: and then he ran yeah. off what seven or eight in a row. Mm-hmm. Including beating the Lions in uh, the last game of the season at Ford Field, which won them the division and gave them a home playoff game, I, right? But and I then
5: think they're in the NFC title game when you look up.
6: Exactly, yeah. but I but I think he kind of gets that because he only won the one championship. He's only been the one, even though again Seattle the onside oh, kick, gosh. tight yeah. end. All he has to do yeah. is first of all he wasn't supposed to catch the ball; it was supposed to be for Jordy Nelson. And somehow he got involved in that. That was like the worst. And, of course, they cut him right after the season, which I don't doubt. I mean, I I would have done the same thing. You can't play if you can't follow instructions.
5: It's not bad. We'll continue this discussion. And also, just when you thought it couldn't get worse for the NFL, it has. Wall-to-wall ball and beyond, Rob Parker. We got some shakeups in the top ten. Ohio State goes down, season over. Penn State goes down, season over. terms
6: of the playoffs. It's my birthday. That's huge national news as well. That's right. Happy 40th birthday, my uh, broadcast partner. I appreciate that. We've got
5: Miami throwing an interception. Virginia Tech is in business now. They are down after uh, Rozier just threw a pick. So Virginia Tech down 14-3, to but all of a sudden they are uh, making some noise after an interception that almost went the distance, so they'll be in a good position to... Uh, trim into that deficit. So we'll see if we're getting getting a good game this evening. By the way, we've got Alabama and LSU. They're just, it's just a defensive struggle right now. Bama's up 14-3. to three. So very similar games, if you think about it, with Miami up 14-3, to three, Bama up 14-3. to three, Lots of defense, not a whole lot of offense. But I think you're going to see some of these grinder-type games, Rob, where you get closer and closer to being one of these four playoff teams it's like Charles Barkley used to say in basketball when you're taking a clutch free throw. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got the tight sphincters. Oh, yes. Same thing in college football, man. You're talking about kids 18 to 22 years old. You know the season's on the line. Yeah. I don't know what happened that evening, Rob. That was that was completely out of character. I'm normally.
6: Oh, my.
5: Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I was fumbling over my words.
6: Yeah, I, see, wow, I what a my, night there. Wow, that was a tight. That was so nice. Guys, we're not,
7: we're not in safe harbor just yet, so let's be Yeah. Safe. yeah.
5: See, this, this is what happens when Bobo's back on the board. We don't have uh, Papa Bear. He, he doesn't have the same access to the skeletons in the audio closet. You know what I'm saying? I see. But the point I'm trying to make with Bobo being a jerk here <laughs> is uh, what you're going to have you're going to have these situations where these kids know the season's on the line. You know, if they lose a game, it's over. Dream is dead. Right. So you're going to have some of these games where they're just going to be tight the whole game and they're not going to be able to beat teams that they should if not for that dynamic, you know? Do you think
6: that happened in the Michigan State Penn State game? I think I'll say this. If you're the number 24
5: team in the country who just lost to Northwestern in overtime and you have no chance to make it to the playoff, that is a lot different than being Penn State, only having one loss and no, no, no. being in the playoff. That's what I mean. I
6: mean, from Penn State's standpoint, not from Michigan State. right?
5: I think for both of them, I think with Penn State having everything to lose in terms of their season trying to be a playoff team, that absolutely impacts whether they're they're tight, whether they're pressing at the end of a close game. Mm. Compared to Michigan State, they're like, "Well, we have to lose,
6: man. We well, have nothing we're to fall lose." Fall out of the rankings, right. right? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, that has a lot to do with it. It's always you scary remember- playing teams like that because you know if they have nothing, and, and 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 let's not totally act like Michigan State is is a nobody. I mean, they were good a couple years ago, and uh-huh. you know what I mean. And 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 uh, they beat Michigan this year, so they they have a couple things that. You know, even going into that game against Penn State, they wouldn't be afraid of Penn State. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of these. Remember when Urban Meyer,
5: when he took over at Ohio State, they were on probation. They couldn't go to a postseason bowl. And they went undefeated. And there were a lot of people that year that were like, oh, they went undefeated. They would have been there in the national championship game. It's completely different when you don't have that dynamic.
6: Right. You're not playing for anything. Yeah. Right. I totally agree.
5: yeah, it's not like your postseason was on the line ever. You didn't have a postseason to look forward to. That changes things dramatically. So you're going to see this. You've seen it this season, by the way, when there's some of these huge upsets.
6: But you're going to see it even more toward the end of the season. I'll, g- I'll give were- you one, too. Here's one. Okay, sure. People wanted to give Clayton Kershaw, when he won game one, three to one for the Dodgers, oh, uh-huh. see, the monkey's off his back, right? Oh, right?
4: man. That was game crazy. one. Yeah.
6: There's no pressure. You're you're not behind. Do you understand? You're pitching at home. Right. It's game one. It's just not the same pressure at all. Right. I'm not. You yeah. know what I mean. It, there's, there's, yeah. But there's no. You don't go in. You, you want to get a good start, but you don't go in. You're behind and you have to win. Is what I'm saying. Right. Right. Game five in Houston is a must win. You know, like one of those. You got a chance to win, or 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 you could put your team in mm-hmm. a great spot to win, and there's a lot more pressure involved. And he didn't get it done. Yeah. I think there's two different games. It, it was crazy, man. It was, it was a great performance
5: by Kershaw at the beginning of the season, and they're like, does this put to bed all the questions right. about his postseason that's exactly, how Are it's you like, kidding what? me?
6: Off of game <laughs> one?
5: It's like, what are these people going to say if he stinks up the joint later in the
6: series? And Which ended up happening. I know. Well, I yeah, thought that was five, way premature because I heard all the people, too. Oh, that, that's it. All these people said he can't win a big game. I'm like, dude, game one, stop. Yeah, but it's just, listen, in college football, pay attention to it.
5: I'll tell you, a couple of these games toward the end of the season for the highly ranked teams, I mean, think great example today. Look at Ohio State taking on um, Iowa. (laughs) Iowa isn't in line to have a playoff bid, you know, and Ohio State was going into today's game. And what happens, Iowa just rocks them. And I don't think that same score is what we have if the dynamic is flip-flopped like if Iowa has everything to play for in terms of a playoff berth, Ohio State is out of it there's no way you're getting the same score today that absolutely factors in
6: and it also helps when the uh, quarterback uh, throws the ball around that does and yeah. gives up uh, what four interceptions that'll yeah that'll tilt the tables every time that does
5: absolutely that factors in It's Brian No and Rob Parker. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. In terms of the NFL, Rob, we always hear about the ratings being on the decline and all of those things. They've had some issues that they're working through. But, man, you talk about the blow again with a couple of star quarterbacks. It's not shocking that Andrew Luck was shut down for the season. But the news about Deshaun Watson tearing an ACL in practice, you're talking about a dude that's thrown 19 touchdown passes as a rookie. That's insane. And for him to not be able to be on the field from here on out, the NFL needs every star player, every dynamic playmaker that they can get on the field. And they're still losing a who's who of bright stars Left and right. It could be in practice, and Deshaun Watson is out for the year. Well,
6: J.J. Watt, Aaron Rodgers. We could go through the list. I mean, there's a lot of big time, big name players that that Green Bay game isn't as appealing, right? Tomorrow without Aaron Rodgers playing. It just is. That's right. That's not. Aaron Rodgers is playing. It's a must see. Would you agree with me? Yes. Standalone primetime game. Sure. Yeah. What else are you going to do with Monday night? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, now that baseball season's over and it's just, this what else is going on? Right, here we are. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a game, if you're going to watch a game, you're watching that
5: game if Aaron Rodgers is on, is on the field. Brett Hundley, I mean, eh, you're not going to clear your schedule to watch Brett Hundley. Right, if you're home
6: work. and not doing anything and flipping around, you'll put it on, but it's not like, oh, i got to get home to watch this. Right, yeah,
5: but that's where it is right now, man. It's... It's one thing after another for the NFL. And I'll tell you this. We can say all we want about the protest and the impact it has on the ratings and all of that. We could debate that all day, how much the impact is felt, what it is, what percentage it contributes, all that stuff. But we can agree on one thing. If you see these superstars continue to go down, the ratings ain't getting any better if that continues to be the case.
6: Totally agree. And, And the other part is today, this week, uh, the uh, owner of Papa John's mm-hmm. comes up with this. It just seemed like it was concocted by him and Jerry Jones. I guess Jerry Jones owns a hundred Papa Johns or something, so he's in bed with 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 the owner, obviously. And he came out. They're they're trying to sabotage him and and they want Roger Goodell out. I mean, Jerry Jones at least. So they concoct some crazy story about how the protests are leading to people not buying pizza. When you first heard that, what was your take? <laughs> okay. Well, look, I, I'm, I'm hungry. Let me see. Okay. So <laughs> let me see. Papa John's <laughs> has commercials like on everything, but because they have commercials on the NFL games, I'm not going to buy pizza. Is that is right. that how it goes? That's a huge reach. Oh, There's my no God. I
5: mean, you, are it, you serious? Yeah. If you tell me that the protests have impacted the ratings, all right, I'm listening to that. Look, my I know people that will tell me they're like, "Look, I'm not watching the NFL. I know people the other way. On.
6: I know black yeah. fans who aren't watching because of what they've done to Colin Kaepernick and I, not having him in the league." Right. I, I know black fans, NFL fans who are boycotting the NFL this year. Right. So it works both ways. Like Uh, Whether
5: you think they should be standing and they're not, and that's the reason you're boycotting, or to your point, Rob, if you're going the opposite direction, it has had an impact on the ratings. There's no doubt about that. But if you then take it to the secondary level and say, well, then it's had an impact, a
6: profound impact on pizza sales, that's a bit much. (laughs) And and then it was great. It was great because Budweiser came out and Domino's. They said they haven't seen any sales drop. (laughs) Budweiser... I mean, <laughs> Budweiser, come on, and Domino's. I mean, maybe it was a shot at Papa John's, but I, I thought that came off as so petty and yeah. and tacky. It's going too far with it. Oh,
5: you're my. not going to go to the store if you're like, all right, I'm filling up my grocery basket. Who are the NFL sponsors? Because i got to avoid all of those products. Right. Who goes to that extreme? Really? Nobody does that. If anybody does it, you're talking about some random dude that has tinfoil on his head. You know what I mean?
6: You're not going to have the masses do that where it's going to greatly impact all sale. the beer commercials that are going on during football games, what people not drinking beer come on it's, it's it's such a reach and a stretch, and I feel bad I feel bad for uh people now trying to use other things as the reason. The other part too, and I've been saying this for three years it's oversaturated and it's and it's leveled out it happens everything people thought that the ratings were going to keep growing forever nothing does that do you know american idol was canceled do you know you could go back and go look at the 20 years in the ratings right it got canceled you know what happened people stopped watching after a while it has nothing to do with it that's what happens um I, the thing I don't buy it being oversaturated oh, yeah. in
5: the NFL. For I'll tell you why, though, because we haven't had Thursday Night Football start these last two
6: years. We've had it for about a decade. You know what I mean? No, no, no. So, but I'm but I'm just saying it's gotten to the point when you add up all the stuff that's going on, and it's a combination, not not just that, sure, not just that, but there was if you if you go back to last year and just I know it's a generalization. Okay, okay so I'm 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 not sitting here. Because okay. I'm sure there were a couple of good games. But there were a lot of bad Thursday night games <laughs> there, last year. There, there am I right? Of,
5: yeah, there were a lot of bad games.
6: I mean, you turned on the TV and it was 21 nothing, Or something <laughs> like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> how about the games in London this year, the 10 a.m. games? There have
5: been some rough games. There have. We can agree it's a combination of a lot of games. Combination. Not just one com- thing. Right, yeah. Combination. Yeah, it is. But the question is, how do you get it back on track? You know, when you've got superstars going down, if the games, the quality of the games doesn't get dramatically better, I mean, what's going to get people to come back? You know, and a lot, the interesting thing, and we'll get into this coming up, the owners are looking at Goodell like, dude, we want you to be the, the bad guy. We want you to play bad cop and come up with some sort of policy where it stops these protests that are impacting the ratings. If you're Goodell, I mean, good Lord, you're trying to think of it where you're appeasing the owners that employ you. But but you're also doing what you think is best for the NFL, and I don't know that that's going to fix every problem that you have.
6: But you know what? I really believe this, Brian, that they made this bed by doing what they did to Kaepernick. And if Kaepernick was in the NFL, I don't think you have this going on. He even said that he wasn't going to Neil this year if he was in the league. And I think that's the part that the owners, they made this mess. Because I'm not saying that he had to be a starter in the league, but if he had a job and they weren't seen as blackballing a guy who's protesting some really serious issues in the black community, I don't think that they'd have this mess on their hand. And that's the part that they could blame Roger Goodell all they want, but in this case, they did something that I think opened up a can of worms on them i I see it another
5: way rob and we'll get into this coming up next because i think it's a good discussion i'll continue it with you i'll tell you where i'm going with that and also coming up from the geico studios a college head coach with an interesting clarification get into that as well it's brian no and rob parker live with you right here on fox sports radio it's brian no and rob parker here on fox sports radio we're coming to you from the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So, Rob, I wanted to mention this real quickly. Lane Kiffin, head coach at Florida Atlantic, he tweeted something interesting that he clarified. So, Florida Atlantic, they were covering the spread against Marshall in the final seconds, and they took an intentional safety and all of a sudden, didn't cover the spread. So Lane Kiffin tweeted, didn't want to cover because of too much rat poison. And then put hashtag kept you watching, hashtag 5-0, hashtag come to the FAU, hashtag players get weekend off. He was hashtag heavy. So he has clarified this with ESPN's Chris Lowe. He said it's quote-unquote a
6: joke. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a joke. That's the sad part. You're saying that which part do you believe that, that, is not That joke? He, he knew what the, the, the spread was.
5: Right. Here's his clarification. Here's what he says, Rob. Lane Kiffin tells ESPN, quote, I did not know the safety changed the results of I'm not the buying spread. it. I'm not <laughs> buying it. Okay, here, here's what he says, though. Until last night after I got home, someone sent me the funny tweet that I was – supposedly trolling everyone by taking a safety to not cover. And as a joke, I retweeted it, adding the rat poison line, and put a shout-out to our players for earning a well-deserved weekend off. If that's a story, it must be a slow news day, is what he said.
6: A uh, football coach in college should not even be entertaining point spreads. It's just, I agree with you. It just shouldn't even – he then, then he's ill-advi- ill-advised and, and not thinking because – you shouldn't even know what the point spread is. You should never right. tweet about it. Shouldn't refer to I, it. Shouldn't refer to it. That's a bad look yeah. for for a college coach. It just is. It for just any, is. any coach, yeah. any
5: coach, because it gets the wheels turning. Where you're like, oh, okay, so you were aware of the point spread. So does that mean it affects your play calling? Does it affect your decision making? Are you trying to? Cover or not cover, it just leads to so many questions that you shouldn't have asked of your program or the way that you go about your business. It's like, look, man, we've become more and more uh, of a nation where it's not taboo to talk about gambling. Well,
6: that, like, that's that's why I'm going to tell you this, and I think the NBA is going to make a big mistake, and you know, they're, they're already angling now that the NHL has a franchise in Las Vegas and an NBA team's going to move to Vegas. I don't know if it's the Sacramento Kings or whatever it's going to be. Somebody's going to move there, and it's going to open up. I re- open up a can of worms. I don't think baseball will ever get there. Uh, the NFL's already on on its way, right? A couple more years, the Raiders will be there. And you're asking for trouble. I, 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 I don't I'm, have a problem with that. I, I'm okay with a, a franchise being there. It's just there are certain
5: things with what you're getting at. I won't go with the exact example you're using, Rob, but there are some things that just aren't going to fly. I know, like, for instance, college game day. ESPN does a great job covering college football before the games start on Saturdays. And they've got the point spreads up there. They're openly talking about point spreads, who's going to cover, who isn't. Ten years ago, that was never the case. So It's it's less and less taboo, but that doesn't mean anything flies. And you're not going to be able to have... Coaches tweeting out like, "Hey, sorry we didn't cover Ah, hashtag. Your ticket is screwed or whatever. You can't have that because it opens the door to maybe some foul play. Right? Have it.
6: I mean, this is the same. Don't you remember when the it was the coach of Washington? I just forgot his name. Who was in the March Madness pool? Was it? Was it? Was right. it Washington's Was it Washington or uh, it was? Wasn't it Rick Neuheisel? Oh, Rick Neuheisel. I'm sorry. Yeah, Neuheisel. Rick Neuheisel, right? Uh-huh. And he was reprimanded. Remember the big trouble he got in? Yeah, he yeah. was in. He was not It wasn't even his sport. It was the March Madness pool of cheat or whatever he filled out, <laughs> and they made a big stink about this. And here's a football coach talking about the spread. <laughs> Think about that.
5: There are just look, man it's different if you're a broadcaster and you're talking about games and you're talking about who's going to cover and all that stuff. It's much different for a coach to have any sort of tie in. It's different for an official to have any sort of link between himself, herself and gambling. It it just can't happen because it looks like there might be more to it. And you can't have that perception because sometimes it turns into the reality (laughs) in people's minds. You can't have that. So for Lane Kiffin, I understand that he was just joking,
6: but that's a joke that you just can't make. You can't go there. You just, you, you absolutely can't.
5: Right. It's like anything else. There are many things that are meant in jest, but it's just wrong, man. Like the first thing I thought of was remember Gilbert Gottfried? He got in trouble because he was trying to make a joke, I believe, about a tsunami that
6: yes. sends out a ton of people and it's
5: like, all right, dude, I understand you're trying. And you're to a make comedian a and, yeah, and but, I
6: get that. What but there's a, t- it's no. like too soon. Yeah. You know that saying, yeah. too soon. I mean yeah, that- it's just
5: the no fly zone the way he did it. It's a no fly zone for a, a college head coach, an NFL head coach. I mean imagine if tomorrow we're gonna get to the best bet in just a few minutes here in the NFL. But imagine if an NFL coach was openly tweeting about taking an intentional safety and not covering the point spread. You oh. know? I mean, you can't have that. Name any coach you want. Mike Tomlin of the Steelers. Like, hey, sorry that intentional safety screwed you up. My bad. Like, no, it's never going to work like that.
6: Or, or if, uh, I don't know, Pete Carroll. <laughs> When Seattle lost the Super Bowl on throwing the ball, you know, if he tweeted something like, "Do you know what I mean?" You would be like, "Right,
5: right. what, what? Hey, at least the Patriots
6: won those money line
5: bets, exactly. Something like that. Oh my God, no. no, never gonna fly. Absolutely, never gonna fly. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's your phone number. Uh, we're gonna get to a call here coming up next. We also have the best bet. Our NFL selection of week 10. I can't believe we're in double digits already, Rob Parker. Yeah,
6: boy. I mean, Thanksgiving is three weeks less than three weeks away. Think about three weeks away, right, from this past Thursday. And Christmas is less than, I don't know, seven weeks away, which I just cannot fathom. Think about what I just said. Three weeks for Thanksgiving, seven weeks for Christmas.
5: Yeah, it's crazy. I think I, I'm premature. We're in week nine. So we're not in double digits just okay, yet. Okay, okay. But we're close, Rob. I'm sorry to mislead you on that one. Week nine of the NFL, we'll have our best bet. Before we get to Steve DeSager, who I affectionately call the gangster of love, let me go to Kyle. Kyle is in Colorado. Wanted to check in. We, we touched on Colin Kaepernick. Right, you and you were going to also us. had a, you had a yeah. thought
6: you wanted to. Let's hear yeah. from him. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Kyle.
0: Kyle, are you there? Kyle's gone.
6: Okay, okay I was gonna, uh. sorry about that. We we're trying to get you in. But what was your what was your point, really quick? Then you oh you want to wait till after Steve? Because you had a point. I'll, on, I'll,
5: t- I'll tell you real quick. I'll tell Kaepernick. you because you were talking if Colin Kaepernick if he was employed employed right now. Yep, they, they the, wouldn't the be going would through go this. I, I don't think that it would cure everything because there are a lot of people. It's it's multifaceted. For the people you're talking about that are boycotting the NFL because he's unemployed, okay, it would help that portion of it, no doubt. But for the people that are boycotting the NFL because players are protesting, having Colin Kaepernick in uniform isn't gonna—it's not going to cure that.
6: How? How? If if he's standing, if he then then it's because not the not about that. because the protesting
5: would still the no no I di- be I dis-
6: I disagree. I did, you think I, did, if, if I disagree. If Cap
5: comes back in uniform, players say, "Well, he's standing; we're standing. No protests whatsoever." I we're think good.
6: that I think that there's a better chance that you would have people kind of going back to normal. That you that you're not punishing a guy for his First Amendment rights, and you're not trying to make an example of him on an important issue that deals with the black community. I do. I I think it would because what they've done is. Uh, They've muddied the water with it, and a lot of people resent it, that uh, here's a serious issue in the black community and you're trying to make an example of him. And that's what people don't like. And I'm telling you, if he were back in the league and he was standing, I've, I think you have a better chance mm. of, of the other guys not. And then moving on to something mm-hmm. else to try to get something done, you know what I mean, now that they've made the point about what's going on, you have to take it to the next level. I'll give you an exact quote coming up next that that goes against where you're coming from, Rob.
5: I hear you, but I just want to throw this quote out there because I don't think that cap being there. Sure, you might have a better chance, but there are, as we know, there are a lot of layers to this. And I don't think the chance is as great as you might think it is. So I'll throw this quote at you. But first, we want to welcome in Steve DeSager. He's spinning us spinning us around. The scoreboard and everything mm-hmm. else. Anybody that crashed into a wall tonight,
1: Steve? <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, remembering from early in the season where we had a parachuter at the BYU home right. game. This is how it sounded, actually missing the field, crashing into the sidewall. That
5: never fails. Never. I could be in the worst mood of all time, Steve. If you play that sound,
1: instantly cheered up. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And nobody was hurt, so we got to add that too. Yeah, the late game on FS1 has started at 12th ranked Washington. It is Oregon three nothing over the Huskies late in the first quarter. Number two Alabama leads LSU 21-10 late in the third quarter. Until Bama's last drive, they were under 200 yards of offense tonight. But at the time, they had no penalties, no turnovers either. At number 10 Miami with the home team Hurricanes wearing the all black and black helmets. It's Canes 21-10 over Virginia Tech late in the third. About four minutes left in the game at number 8 TCU. It's now 24-7 Horned Frogs over Texas and under six minutes to go undefeated in 18th ranked Central Florida holding on to a 31-24 lead at SMU. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Michigan State can A field goal final play to beat Penn State. Iowa ripped Ohio State 55 24. Oklahoma's win was 62 52 at Oklahoma State. West Virginia held on to beat Iowa State. Clemson, ranked number four, got a 38 31 win at North Carolina State. And finally, Air Force's 306 game scoring streak is over. They got shut out at home, 21 nothing by Army. First time in 25 years, Air Force had not scored in a football game. And in state, this was the season in the NFL where the Broncos' 25-year streak of not getting shut out also ended. For the Air Force Falcons, this was the first time they'd been shut out in a home game since 1980. And Air, Air Force lost to an Army team that did not attempt to pass today zero what? for zero what is this 1945 Yeah, apparently the last <laughs> fbs team to go an entire game without a pass attempt was air force five years ago back to you unbelievable
5: random stats that steve digs up i don't know if there's special websites that he goes to here's the question if steve had all these special stats dug up from a certain website would he reveal the website to anybody or would he just go to his grave with it? He would you know save I
6: mean? it. He would hold on to it. <laughs> but Steve, at that game, uh, were they also selling uh, uh, milkshakes for five cents at that game where they didn't throw the football? I mean, it was a turn back the clock.
1: <laughs> they had all the old cheerleader outfits from the nineteen forties. Yes, right. 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 It was like
6: right lace panties with. Uh, no, okay, we'll stop.
1: Two for one telegrams.
5: Exactly. You can get. Yeah, that sort of thing.
1: Coaches, ball players, red in the winged tier. Right on the go. right side. There we go. Unbelievable.
5: <laughs> All right, here's the quotes I was going to give to you, right, yes. before we get to the best bet. Because we're talking about Kaepernick, if he's back in uniform, what effect would it have on protesting during the anthem? This is a letter from the Players Coalition to the NFL owners. Okay, so we've got some current players, uh, a former player that's on this coalition, And the letter to the owners said this, until the league publicly demonstrates its commitment to an actual process of listening to our grievances, we will continue to peacefully demonstrate for equality and justice for all. And you also have Jets linebacker, Demario Davis. This goes back to the, the infamous meeting where eventually you had Bob McNair say, we can't have the inmates running the prison. Demario Davis of the Jets, he stood up and he told the owners, he said, I'm going to break it down for you guys. You guys aren't supporting us, and until you do, there's going to be an issue. So I don't believe if Kaepernick is in uniform and he's standing, the protests go away because now it's evolved to the players saying, Look, you guys aren't backing us. Yeah, but I, and until I, I don't you know. Do,
6: this is what we're going to do. I, I, I disagree with you. I think that that's the starting point to get them to understand how important this was to some of the players and what Kaepernick was doing. And that would be their first order of business to acknowledge that uh, they didn't take it seriously enough. It was important to players, and the Kaepernick would would help the cause. I, I'm telling you, I, I believe that. I'm not saying, all right, maybe uh, it's going to happen like, that week, but it would eventually they would take their uh sights onto some other things that they could do, but the Kaepernick thing is still a rub that they didn't take it seriously and they punished a guy for taking a serious stance on serious issues. I I mean I, I, hey, I look, really believe that.
5: Rob, there's nothing wrong with viewing it differently. It's all good at the end of the day. Right. I, I mean I just look at it where The players need the NFL because they're looking at the anthem as a platform, right? And so the players are saying, if you're going to take this platform away from us and say we need to stand, well, then what platform are you going to create in its place? And until they hear the answer to their liking, Kaepernick can be in uniform, and that might help a little bit, but until they hear, okay, we're opening this door for you. You have this platform to make your stand and to try to make things better. And until the NFL backs them in that way, they just don't see. It's like, well, this is incredibly important. This trumps ratings and all of that stuff from the players' perspective, the ones that are protesting. They're looking at it like this is more important, and we have a platform. So if you're taking this platform away, which is the anthem, well, what are you replacing it with? And until the NFL has an answer – they're going to continue to use that anthem platform no matter what the effect is because I, I, they I believe just, it's positive. I
6: don't believe it. I, I, I don't. I just think that yeah. that's a healing part that you need to even get to the next step when you talk about doing something different or being willing uh-huh. to listen. I think that's where the, what the players want to hear and see because this is a league that is based on having a level playing field and the best people are the ones in the league. You don't have a league that's a a country that's, uh, I don't know, what, 70% white and a football league that's 70% black. Do you know how you get there? It's a level playing field and the best people get picked, right? So until you get back to that, I think that that's where you have an issue. And I think the Kaepernick thing is a big part of it as well. I think if Kaepernick was on a team this year and had a job, I don't think it would be as widespread as as it was. That's just my look.
5: I mean, Rob, it might not be one over the other. If it's a combination of both of our ideas, I think that you would you'd probably see less protesting if if it's both. If it's Kaepernick in uniform, if it's the NFL saying, "All right, here's the other platform that you have," only because Kaepernick said that if
6: he were to play this year, he wouldn't protest. That's right. That's it.
5: You know what the people want
3: to hear, Rob? What's that? They want to hear our best bet. It's time for the best bet. So when do we thought? Which NFL team will win by the biggest margin while factoring in the point spread? Yeah. Choose your team. It's your best bet.
5: Man, Bobo's really excited. He jumped the gun, man. I like that. He's like, I want to hear. I'm putting all of my hard-earned cash on whatever your selections are. So here's what happened last yeah, no, week, Rob. <laughs> you didn't even go around with, along with that joke. Nope. So last week, I took the Chargers plus the seven against the Patriots. They lost by eight. So I was on the losing end. <laughs> Rob, you took the, the Steelers minus the three against the Lions. They won by five. So you were plus two for the week. So your season total, Rob, you are just minus one. Nah minus 1 man I'm minus 28 and a half Are so you, you got really that on me Yeah yeah You
6: know what it was that big game in London what 33 nothing or whatever it was <laughs> that know. was the one
5: That's where you made strides I made Absolutely. big
6: strides I like <laughs> it
5: All right, you, you want to go first this
6: week what Yeah you got? No
5: no London games this week otherwise I might have taken your uh your mentality and used it against you you know what I mean But I'm going to go with this I don't love taking the favorites on the road because the home dogs can rise up. But I'm just looking at this Rams Giants matchup. The Rams have an outstanding offense. You got
6: Janoris Jenkins. I he looked suspended at that game. For game. I looked yeah. at that game. That's a good game. I like it.
5: You got the Giants' offense is just dreadful right now. I'm gonna lay the four points and roll with the Rams
6: on the road. Wow. All right. I like that. I don't think that's a bad pick. Okay. I am going – I'm going to take – oh, no, no. Uh, I almost made a big mistake. Okay. I'm going to take uh, <laughs> you Seattle. No, kidding. Seattle. Okay. You're going Seattle? Minus seven.
5: Minus the seven. Okay. Yep. Taking on the, the At Redskins. Home, yeah. Yep. Taking on the Redskins. It's not I, a bad pick because the Redskins' offensive line is so banged up. Exactly. With all the injuries and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins can't run around like Deshaun Watson.
6: <laughs> no. So, yeah. so there you go. All right. So I'm, okay. I'm I'm there. I'm only, would you say minus two? You're minus one. Minus for the one. Season. That's unbelievable. Wow. Right there, man. You have come back. You've come back from the depths, Rob. You're what are you minus, talking about, like, my career or are you talking about no, the uh, best bet? No,
5: just the best bet, man. I'm not <laughs> throwing your
6: career in the mix. All here. right. I just want to make sure. You, you know. have made great strides
5: over the last few weeks. There you go. No doubt about it. You have. Three winning weeks in a row. Uh, so we'll see if you make it a fourth here. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, our one-liners. We put a bow on the day of college football and everything else we can shoehorn in to our final segment. It's Brian No and Rob Parker live with you right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Brian Ngo and Rob Parker here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Rob, we were talking about the most underappreciated superstar in sports right now. I go with LeBron James. People still talk trash about what he can't do, what he comes short in or at, or anything like that instead of the 29,000 points, the numerous rings, winning a championship for a horrible championship deprived town in Cleveland with all their bad luck and all of that stuff. I think it's underappreciated. We got some great tweets here. I wanted to run down a list. You give me a quick thumbs up, thumbs down if okay. you think it's a good one. We got B hop, says Carl Malone. No, that's yeah, a good one.
6: All think you so? mean all time, yes, all time. People don't didn't realize second all time uh score, leading score in the NBA and I think Carl Malone kind of playing out in the desert got lost in the sauce, if you will.
5: Mike says Ben Simmons is very underrated. Uh, You think Ben Simmons isn't getting his shine right now? He's getting his shine now. They were all over him. Right? He
6: was hurt last year. What are you supposed to celebrate a guy who didn't play? Yeah.
5: Henry says Kevin Durant. And then there's a a dog emoji. So I
6: don't know if it's a joke or not. I think that's a joke. Okay.
5: (laughs) Vince says the Greek freak. I don't think the Greek freak is underrated at all.
6: Not at all. And he gets plenty of press for playing in Milwaukee. I don't think Laverne and Shirley got as much press as the Greek Freak.
5: <laughs> I love this one, actually. Mike says Floyd Mayweather will never get his due. I think it's a great one. The only thing I would say, just based on the technicality, if we're talking about active athletes, of course he's retired. We believe we're never going to see him in the ring again. But if you expand it beyond current right here, right now, I think it's a great, great I got one more for you. Mike. You ready? Okay. Mike Trout
6: you? from the Angels. Mike no. Trout. No. no, it does, definitely. I think Gavin threw this one out to me and I agree with That's him. That's cuz he's an Angels home. No, 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 but I agree with him from this standpoint. Not that the 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 uh, you know, pocket protector <laughs> analytic geeks, they love Mike Trout. But there's a there's a big faction of baseball fans who who aren't all into Mike Trout. I don't, and I don't, I don't think know that they who. And I don't yeah. think I don't think they give him his due of what a great player he is, maybe because they don't, they don't I mean, win and 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 he's kind of like in small uh, market MLB Siberia. Is that, what market. You, is that what you call <laughs> Anaheim now? MLB, MLB Anaheim. No. Uh, Siberia. Yeah. Is that what Anaheim? Oh, is? When he eventually gosh. becomes
5: a Yankee, he'll be appreciated.
7: Uh-oh. Oh
5: brother, you're killing me. He's brother. from he's from
6: New Jersey, so you never know.
5: <laughs> we never spend more time talking about what Mike Trout doesn't do than what he does do. It never happened. What he doesn't
6: do is make the playoffs. Oh, I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's All an right, individual. We got, okay. We got to put a bow on the day of college football, Rob. I know you love this. It's oh, something yeah. we call our one liners. Let's do it.
3: Let's do it. Pick, pick, pick. Top five games from your day in college football. And we just need one line. Ready? Ready?
7: Go. all right guys let's start with the game of the day iowa upsetting number uh, six ohio state 55 to 24
6: brian we'll start with you the bad jt barrett showed up today how about uh nbc you later to ohio state when you talk about the uh
7: <laughs> the playoffs there you go number 24 michigan state over number seven penn state 27 to 24 brian go ahead it's a lot easier to win when a playoff bid isn't on the line. Choke job by Penn State. And what about the shootout number five, Oklahoma over number 11, Oklahoma State, 62 to 52. Brian, go ahead. Lockdown championship
5: defense from the Sooners.
6: How about Arena Football League championship game?
7: <laughs> number going to let Clemson over NC State,
5: 38-31. Brian, go ahead. Clemson, not impressive, man, but they're in the thick of everything in terms of the playoffs.
6: A win is a win is a win. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. All right, this All game's
7: right. not over yet. Number two, Alabama. I'm assuming they're going to beat number 19, LSU. Roll Tide. Keep oh, on rolling, baby. Oh. All right, and for the birthday boy, number three, Notre Dame over weak, Forrest Forty-eight, thirty-seven. Brian, go ahead.
5: Week, Forest Um, Irish man. Next week against Miami. Miami's rolling right now against Virginia Tech. Monster matchup. Irish versus Canes.
6: My lineup one liner would be: Is Rocket Ishmael back playing? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a shot at back to their championship? Yes,
5: championship for Notre Dame. I like that. That is a great. That's how good they they are now. I like that.